episode something, episode Matthew Ogle, a.k.a. Gooch Master, a.k.a. Brother Scooters. The list goes on. The list goes on. How, on. how far does it go? Husband, father, a, entrepreneur. It's a long rabbit trail. The pacifist. The yeah. pacifist. Let's, let us not forget. <laughs> let us not forget. Legendary. We'll put, the, we'll put the cover album for that in there. Somewhere. With a screenshotty. 2013. <coughs> Ooh, I really need those. someone to burn me a copy of that album if you have it. Dude, who's got that album on? Tap, who's tap got the CD? Burn it. Whoever's got the CD, reach out. <laughs> or listen on YouTube if you really want. Yeah, they're on all your major platforms. So. They are. <laughs> I still make money off that, too. Yeah. No really? way. Mm-hmm. Is That's it sick. good money? No. No? But it's, it's, it's good also, money. It's, it's money. Money for creative passion is good money. Like, let's Agreed. be real. Yeah. I haven't netted out, like evened out, but uh, I'm actually approaching that. So really? I make about, <laughs> <laughs> to this day, uh, the pacifist, <laughs> alpaca swag, YouTube, all, yes. all, all, they're everywhere. Yeah, Apple, you know, so on and so forth, Spotify. But I make about 50 bucks a year on that. That's and fucking awesome. Sweet. That's actually yeah. pretty good. It's not bad. Yeah. You'd, you'd be surprised. Like sometimes I get downloads and I'm like, who the hell is listening to Jenkins? <laughs> <laughs> they're there. That's awesome. Well, it's great to hear. I remember at the second Austin Street Jam, Zig Short was coming. And I was like trying to pressure you all to rap battle. I was like, I think this would be legendary. I feel like Zig and I, <laughs> man, we couldn't battle. It'd be like a complimentary thing. Like we're just too, I, yeah. I don't know how to battle. Yeah. I don't have that grit. Duh. And probably Zig does. But uh, we were both so goofy, man. We probably just would have rolled off each other. <laughs> That's but, just back yeah. when I was a little shit. So I feel like I wanted to see our rap battle, but nowadays it would have been sick just to see like a collab, like you you hit a rhyme and he like follows you. Oh yeah, Zig was a hype man. He'd yeah. probably be like, you kind of like me, yeah. but even more animated. Like he'd be like, no. fuck yeah, then go off me. Who was the dude at Woodward who literally swore in the video? He was like rapping in front of all these people who's freestyling, swore. And then he's like, like froze up, apologized, and then just like walked off. I can't remember who it was, but somebody said like they said something bad that they shouldn't have said in front of those people. And it was all on video. It was just like really funny. It was, it was a thing. I remember. Funny. I just don't recall who it, it was. Yeah, it never winded up turning into like a big deal or anything like that. It was just like he said like shit or something like that in front of these kids. And there he like froze up on the mic in the middle oh. of a freestyle. <laughs> Walks off. Yeah, shit, I'm about to get yeah. fired. <laughs> yeah. Like a counselor. Oops. But yeah, no, people will be spitting. People who ride scooters spit. Yeah, but I don't really rap cap. anymore. But Cap? Come on, dude. In the face Besides. of a legend, in front of a legend. Besides Matt. Okay, like yeah. Matt, I'll agree he with that. spits. But I wasn't thinking of Matt when I said that. For sure. Now I got you. Who you got in mind? Or air it out another time. I'll say this. Tyrese. <laughs> Mid. <laughs> God. <laughs> that warrants a battle. Uh, just kidding. It's all love. Uh, I know the 50 people that watch will laugh. Yeah. <laughs> this is who I do it for. But yeah, yeah I still haven't met him, right? Tyrese? Mm, he I, was in New York. I, but I, y'all saw him the day before I got yeah. there. I would love to meet him. Like, yeah. yeah, he seems like a homie. He's funny, man. He's funny. I love riding with him just because we're just messing around, but also getting it done. He definitely so gets it done. He's fun. Shout Dude. out Therese's. Therese's. 
<laughs> My man. Oh, man. That was sure. so fast. But yeah. Oh, wait, look at all those T's. Hey. Oh, that mercy. Kind of like getting back though to like the pacifist. It's like, obviously scootering goes back a lot further than that. But it's like, where did it, where did it all start really? And then how did it, how did it kind of like, how did it escalate into all these multifaceted Damn. versions of Matt Ogle that we see today? Because I feel like a lot of it did come from scootering. I'm not exactly sure how, but I don't know. It's a, a good question. Are you asking me that? Yeah, kind of. Man, I, c- I couldn't give it a solid answer. I think it just comes with like the typically being interested character. in other things. Scootering always being maybe the primary interest that drove my creative, um, you know, passion or outlet. Yeah. And then other things just came and went, you know, so rap being one of them and multiple others do you think it gave you like do you think scootering just gave you the the confidence like just learning i don't know like that you can apply yourself to something and then accomplish something do you think like through scootering and just constantly practicing that skill of setting an accomplishment or like a trick for instance pushing yourself to do it landing it do you think that kind of just started to i don't know bridge itself into other other parts of your life and give you the confidence to maybe explore something like freestyle rapping or sure or other things, you know? Yeah, I would say so. That's I would say it was a factor for sure. So I think a lot of people, at least the people I know are very creative and a lot of them have backgrounds in scootering. And I just feel like there's gotta be something in scootering that just pushes people to like explore other things that are creative and i've kind of come back to that idea of it's like maybe the constant repetition of like having a goal accomplishing that and then like seeing the reward in that is like something that is very like applicable to creativity and so you kind of see it like go in both ways yeah to life and i feel like the type of people that get into scootering are just the type of people that are already creative or craving that yeah yeah that's that's another side of it for sure yeah, I can yeah. agree with that. Let's talk about it, Matt. Yeah. There's not <laughs> much to one, say. You know? Day one. Yeah. When was it? Day what one of it? what? Your career. Of my career. Of Matt Ogle. When was the first push? There you go. Um, first push was, the first push was 2000, right? So I, um, all right, so this is, I've been riding from the beginning for those listening. Um, I was maybe, I was wave one, maybe at the end of wave one or in the middle of wave one. But you start off with, um, you know, you have Razor and that's it, right? Um, and then, of course, like, you know, uh, shortly after all the knockoff brands as well. But Razor was the one that led any sort of trick effort or trick, you know, stance. So all the other ones were just kids riding. And then Razor was the one that, like, they started, like, sponsoring riders. They actually pushed the, the sport in some direction. Um, but, uh, yeah, so I rode in 2000, I got a knockoff scooter, you know, my dad's super cheap, great guy. just, uh, was not about to pay a hundred dollars for that razor at that time. <laughs> um, so I got a $30, I think it was called, it was called an X game scooter. Um, like maybe six months after the razor rave and, um, didn't do any tricks. And then I remember in 2002, so two years of just riding around, you know, I'm 10 years old at this time. And then in 2002, I heard this rumor of this guy because I was kind of messing around with like one-footed manuals. You know, all the, we had a big uh, neighborhood scene. Everybody on my street, we had four families with kids that would get on their scooters and meet for a number of years. And um, yeah, so we were doing one-footed manuals, just goofing off. And then I heard this rumor that this kid, he's like, the, he was the local legend at the time, 2002. Yeah. He did a Manny dub whip on a little four-foot curb, very, you know, or a four-foot uh, parking block. 
So you know, talking about a very narrow top. So he precisioned mm-hmm. this precision. Yep. Jeez. Okay. Okay. And that got me hyped, and I I didn't believe it. I was like, dude, that you're so full of crap. No way he did that because you know we knew what tailups were at that time. Like a few people had done them, and we can get onto it later. But notably, like Jerry Reed, Josh Toy, Ricky Wernicke, um, Andrew Broussard. You know, a lot of these beginning of Wayward Riders. But anyway, so yeah, that was that was it, man. Um, my first real push was 2002. I remember I spent a full summer or a full month in the summer is June 2002, and I just started practicing tail whips, and that was my I would call that my first first true push into the scene. For sure, that's what's up, <clears throat> man. First tail whip 2002, man, I was four. <laughs> <laughs> that's so sick, though, honestly. So real quick before we get more into you who was if you know the first tail whip like is that like a published fact or like just a known fact back then because it was just talked about when you were around or it's a great question i almost don't know if i know that it would either i would have to say it either be jared reed or josh toy or two. just some random fool. It could have been a random like, fool. Just who does obviously it, never became like no. a scooter rider, but it he could just be did just it. that. Like I remember, like for a long time, the only way I knew scootering was even like beyond just pushing on a scooter was because I heard a rumor about a guy who could, and then I like saw it happen. But he could tail whip, yeah. and I was like, "This is incredible!" And this yeah. took it to like just even adding that took it to such a new dimension that like i don't know whoever invented yeah. the first the first tail whip like just first person to do that it's got to be like some sort of like wives yeah. tail almost it, it, it completely yeah. agreed because yeah. at it this time like too theory. you weren't documenting with video like yeah. razor was the only one documenting yeah. tricks so we were we were selectively seeing only those on razor but it, right it could be a wives tail the real the real first the tail real whip. first person that's crazy it's like how could you that's, how could you know that's honestly probably a fact no yeah for sure just but like the legend lives everybody on probably so. lives, yeah. <laughs> some yeah. questions don't need to be answered just no. for the entertainment of it no. agreed mm-hmm. yeah just because we're on here that's crazy man that's a real og man as well we'll get a few of those in there yeah, yeah please do. you got a few like either firsts or like top threes or something like you used to tell me back in the day um like Three whip bar or bar leg sweep or front scoot flat. Uh, Good memory, man. Yeah. Maybe something with a triple whip. Something. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, it's but so sad, I mean, man. I, I, um, I missed a lot of the marks on the first. So um, the only first one, well, I've got maybe a couple firsts, but they're all stupid, right? Um, <laughs> so you definitely stupid. have a lot of firsts. But, but my first uh, one that I really liked being the first on, or there's two. The first one was a... 360 Lake Sweet Barspin, 2007. And it was just something that nobody did. You know, I always chose that. And I, Barspin, finger at Barspin, the first one to do that as well, uh, 2007. And then the one that I'm really proud of is the first whip in the backboard on a handrail. Really? Ooh. Really. So Damn. that's a good one. Though. Okay. Those that's are all three pretty sick. On. Bar, yeah. finger, bar. Yeah. That was, <laughs> that's cool. That's you know, crazy. I was shocked. Yeah. Like, holy heck. <laughs> I'm not doing that. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. That's crazy. Incredible. Man. I always find bar spins were the hardest trick for me on a razor too, just because of like how small it is. No, you know, definitely. Like it's like it's like so quick and hard the to actually hand up. off and catch. Um, oh. When people were doing like double throw bars and shit on the razors, I'm like, y'all are magicians. There's like no weight to I get the lighter real quick. <laughs> oh yeah, I yeah. got you. There's no weight to those bars. 
there's no weight to the headset there's no weight to the fork or the wheel and it's a plastic wheel so when you're spinning it it's like there's nothing to to feel you're totally right it's just air in your hands yeah <laughs> it's the motion of a bar spin those things were so light man it's incredible <laughs> like i remember when i was back in the day riding on like an a model and stuff it's just like mm -hmm. like you kind of going back to what, like your dad's idea of like i'm not spending a hundred dollars on this i look at it like why would he because like yeah. scootering at the time scooters at the time were like not built for much other than just kind of pushing around on so i remember mm -hmm. after folding an a-frame jumping off of like a just a straight up ledge um my parents decided to get me a pro model and that was like a little better but still you have that same like until the ultra pro where they did one piece bars there's nothing besides just the motion of air and like the grips in your hands to keep yeah. you like in the motion of the bar spin very strange feeling but yeah fun fact too i'll give a little personal story um so when i was when i landed that tail whip between 2002 and 2004 in those years there was um you know, you've seen it at the mall. There's a company called Sharper Image. It's no longer, it, you know, no longer exists. Sharper Image. You remember Sharper Image, though. <laughs> Shout I've heard it. Sharper For Image. Sure. You need anything at all. Yeah. <laughs> you need a back massage. You need luggage yeah. for five. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you need a bed set. Double collapsible uh, titanium wall. Like. What do you need? Do you go into the beach? Like, we got it literally everything. Sharper Image. Yeah. God. Do you remember Sharper Image at all? I remember them like hearing them, but I've never been into one. It's like Brooks uh, that I remember. It's like the quick wrap on it is that it's a, it was like technology story. It was like a scene on TV technology products. Okay. A whole, as Josh was saying, a whole wider uh, you know arrangement of all these products, but they sold scooters for two years from 2002 to 2004. So the unique advantage of Sharper Image was that they had a policy where if you broke your scooter in a year, you get the next ones for $7. Ooh. And it, that was the warranty. So Ooh. you buy the scooter for 80 bucks or you know 60 because they were quality. They were on par with the Razor A model, which at the time was superior. So they were very almost an imitation of that. And yeah. I just buy it for 60 or 80 bucks and then do the $7 warranty, $7 warranty. And I did that for two years. So that was how I afforded that. <laughs> never got called out on like warranty fraud or anything. They were like, so cool about it. Yeah. Well, good for sharper image. I wish they were still around. I know. I wish yeah. I could back them right now. Yeah, what the hell? Have brother parts in there. <laughs> <laughs> Our warranty is built <laughs> for you, sharper <laughs> Oh my God. But yeah, no, I love that when companies can really like just kind of stand behind something and they don't try and hassle you or like, you know, make it tough on you to get the warranty they they set out to provide it's it's good for everybody because you know yeah. sometimes you're just a kid and you're out here trying to create a sport Honestly. create a new sport and it's i liked like it because it didn't it didn't make them money necessarily but what it did do was greater than that and i'm not saying that from a business standpoint like you have to take the l every time um, mm -hmm. they did so they definitely were you know lost there but at the same time, the fact that they're so cool about it, it was, it's just a sign of the times. Like it was so much more yeah. laid back back then. Like, um, ever, ever, nobody was penny pinching it all the times. Like, I feel like to some degree they saw this kid and they saw the greater good. Like they knew I was doing tricks. I'm sure I don't recall, but I'm sure it is, you know, I was telling them like, oh, I broke when I was trying a 360 off my X factor, yeah. <laughs> you know? And they were like, oh, this kid's like not playing video games. He's out there like for the greater good. Like, let's just keep this going. Keep it rolling. I'm yeah. just, just a worker at Sharper Image. Like, yeah. what do I care? You know, okay, I just got to press this button. <laughs> yeah. And he's good. No, for real. Yeah. And also, it's like, who knows if these people were kind of like intrigued. They're like, Jesus Christ, this kid's 
doing 360s on the sharper image scooter <laughs> like this is great for our company like great for our brand if he continues and makes something like oh is who this knows? I was listening to um, the Unclicked podcast today, just like a BMX, BMX. Denison or Denison's, something. Yeah. Um, and it was with Matt Ray, and he had done like this nose manual across a bridge in front of his barber shop because you know he was he just always saw it getting his hair cut, and he said after he had done that nose manual, he went into the barber shop and was showing his barber the clip when he was getting the cut. And he said he thought that the guy was going to steal his phone for as long as he had it. The way he is just going around, like showing everybody the clip, like taking five bucks off his haircut, and then just talking about it afterwards. Yeah, man, that's the folks at Sharper Image with your little handwritten letter explaining how you're yeah. doing a 360 whip on your fucking screen. Yeah. You would have had clips back then. Woo. Same shit. Yeah, absolutely. Wasn't a thing. Look at my two frames per second, you know, little flip phone. Those things were p Dude, yeah, those things weren't even videos. They were literally just <laughs> two pictures in a second, like, you know, looping. Yeah. <clears throat> that's awesome, though. That's really cool that, you know, that's, I mean, who knows where you'd be today if Sharper Image wasn't there with that, with that little, like, warranty. You know, it's those little things that really count and kind of. Great perspective. Help people yeah. to push something further. It's like because you're allotted that warranty and you don't have that concern in your mind. It's like you can go so much harder on that scooter and actually like push it further and further and further, which I think is primo. Primo. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, man. You had your brother scootering with you. He was a part of the neighborhood crew. Yep. Or, okay. So did he have any firsts or were, was he just kind of like pushing you to continue to keep scootering or who was, who were you riding with back then? You were in Houston, I, I think, I believe. Um, yeah. So yeah, let's, let's talk about that and just kind of keep moving on, on the story of the Gooch. Yes, sir. Yeah. Um, my brother was really good back in that time. Um, he started really riding around 2004. Like he always did it with me, but then he really got good around 2004. And between 2004, maybe 2003, but in there between them and 2008, that would probably be the full time span of his riding. He was, uh, yeah, he was a great rider. He he continually improved. Um, he, in, in 2004, he was like one of those riders that um, like on SR, on the Scooter Resource at the time, he a lot of respected riders thought he was the next gen. You know, they were like, that's the next gen, which is cool. Um, yeah, the second so wave. He was the second wave, essentially. Yeah. Like, he wasn't by time span, but he was by age. Like, they were like, oh, that's the younger gen. Yeah. That's the second wave, you know? Yeah. Um, but he was, you know, at the time, like, it was so basic back then. He was doing, in 2004, he was doing, um, like, double tail whips, whip bars, finger whips and such. Uh, where he excelled was finger whips. He was a yeah. really good, he could finger whip flat. That. Nobody did that back in 2004. You know, doubles. or a few did doubles flat, Damn. stuff like that. And then by 2007 and eight, he had learned, you know, hand, he was like behind the curve at that point. Cause he, he stopped for a couple of years. Um, just cause I don't know, he was, uh, he was, he was a man of many interests kind of like myself, but he always, he liked to rotate him around. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he came back to it and then he's, you know, he had like whip bars and triple whips and he learned handrails and, uh, you know, there's a couple clips of him that were still pretty effed. Like, yeah, I, I was like, man, I look back. I'm like, dude, he was doing that in 2007. Like, wow. <laughs> yeah, that was my brother. So and then sick. he stopped then. <clears throat> it was tough, man. It was like, there, in Houston, there are, to this day, very few riders. The scene never grew. And I was always hoping it would maybe around me or organically or what, you know, whatever that looked like. But there was a lot of time where, for me in Houston, 
um, in my middle school and high school years, which was middle school is 2002, sixth grade, all the way up until 2008, senior year. Um, there's a lot of time gaps where it was just me. That was something that I always thought was kind of unique. And I almost like, it still happens, but I almost feel bad to a degree because it teaches, it just teaches you your own style. You, you know, if you ride with enough riders, that's so good because it pushes you and that I wish I had that. Yeah. But at the same time, you're not forced to think like, you know what I mean? You're just, you kind of know what to think because everyone's telling you what to think. Like, dude, when I ride with, with especially with you, it's like, I'm like, do this, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but for me, I, you know, and I wasn't that great either, like talent wise. Like I was good, especially in a, a few certain years, but I was never like the best or anything. So I was trying to think like, how can I add to, um, to what's happening right now? Like in my own way. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> It's crazy to think about, yeah, just like having to, having to navigate all that without much inspiration outside of just yourself, you know, especially when you go to the parks, it's like pulling up and doing the same tricks after a while, it does start to get old. And if you don't like nowadays, we have Instagram and reels and YouTube and everything else, but just like going back to a time where there's not like a ton of content, but there is stuff. So you can, you can get some inspiration from maybe DVDs or things like that, but you really do have to just sit there and think like hard about like how you perceive a scooter and the motions in a scooter and stuff like that. I think that's where like kind of like active industries is going with their whole thing of just exploring the motions and kind of like styles behind riding and like what makes your style unique. Um, but yeah, I find it super cool that you're just like going to the park day in, day out and trying to think of ways to progress yourself without necessarily having anybody around you to tell you, be like, yo, go try this or go do this. I feel like Dallas has been the only place that's ever had a scene. Yeah, probably so. Same thing with Austin. It's always been dead since I've ever known about it. Probably since scootering. No, we had Q-Papa. We had the real champion. (sighs) He was the real champion. Dude. can miss you, Q-Papa. That fool filmed me for hours. That's crazy. For sure. He was the most dependable, kind, you know, he added to the scene a lot when he was here. Yeah. Of course, Theo too. He was the best. Those who are here now, Andy Paxton, Josh. Shout out Theo. Shout out Andy Paxton. Everybody making the Texas scene, you know, everybody up north. It's really cool. Very cool. Yeah, man. I feel like you played such a big part in like even shit going on in Dallas. I remember... I think, when did we meet, Matt? Like, you and I met at, was it ISA or Global Domination? Yeah, I, th- I was thinking about this earlier. I was, like, thinking, like, what questions might they ask? Um, <laughs> that was one of my, I always, in my head, I just citate this first street jam because that's when I knew yeah, you yeah. and I knew you. The first time we actually met, though, I couldn't tell you. Probably an ISA con. I think it was ISA. Surely. And you and I played Scoot on that back quarter. But I think it was because you you were... I don't know if you were actually like uh, doing MC for that jam yet, but you pulled up and you were wearing this t-shirt with golden retrievers on it. And I'd like seen the t-shirt <laughs> in an edit or something where you were wearing it. And I was like, okay, that's mad. Like, <laughs> I think I had you sign my helmet. Why? We played a game yes. of Scoot. Like, <laughs> very impressed. But yeah, like going back to that, it's like, yeah, even I grew up kind of like influenced in the Dallas scene by what you were doing with like things like Roundup and, you know, different Dallas edits with, uh, you know, Theo and Chris Dan and stuff like yeah, that. Josh Miller. Yeah. Is uh, that right? Josh Miller? Um, not, not, not Josh Miller. Josh. Uh, Josh Herman. Herman. Oh, yeah. Gosh, thank you. Colton Herman, me. Josh Herman, yeah, Ashton. Yeah. Right. Um, all those good folks, you know. But um, yeah, like... Uh, 
It's crazy that, yeah, we met at ISA, played that game of Scoot, then we go like first street jam was like, definitely very cool to get to know you and everything. You got a story behind that. You got to tell the story, yeah, this is a good one, y'all. Okay, so. 2013. 2013, um, I'm going into my freshman year of high school and I'm like, up to this point, I've been either in like co-ops or like homeschooling, enrichment schooling and private schooling. Um, so I'm about to go into public school for like the first time. And then I'm like, oh, street jam's going down. This is going to be sick. And so I tell my mom, I would like to go to the street jam and I get my ride sorted out and everything. And she's like, I don't know. Like, I just feel, I don't feel good about sending you down there to stay with this man that I don't know <laughs> reasonably. And so she reached out to Matt in a, in a Facebook message <laughs> asking if, uh, I guess basically just kind of getting the rundown of who Matt Ogle is. And, um, you know, Matt was very reassuring, quoted a few scripture, scriptural uh, passages, um, and she felt confident to send me down there. So I get down there, and then can I go into detail about what, what, what just went down at the first That's why we're here. Okay, so... <laughs> Alex Donaldson, if you're watching this, please, for the love of God, put your your edit of the first Street Jam on your YouTube edit again. Was the best. It was so much better than Mike Dion. Oh, I love you, I Mike. Wish but I seen <laughs> Alex's was fire. Though. It was damn it, yeah. fire. Yeah. He was hyping this up last night. I was night. telling Austin yeah, about like, it. I never <laughs> saw it. I was it. like, bro, you will never see this edit, but it was so fucking sick. And it's then that up. dude went so hard that weekend, he yeah. crashed yep. his car. We'll have to watch it. It's up? It's up. It's in a playlist somewhere. I'll find it. But Okay. Unless okay. he took it off. I haven't checked in years. But. Dude, no. I've I've gone looking for it like within the last four years and it's Damn. I think it's gone. Wait, so he got in a car crash? Yeah. You remember he crashed? He like crashed his Speed 3 that same it's, weekend? No. He like had this sick ass Mazda Speed 3 crash the fuck out of it that weekend. But either way, Sheesh. great oh. at it. Um, yeah. So basically I get down there. My mom's confidence was, you know just like really really in full swing so she sends me down here with my friends pull up to the crib first thing i hear is like all right so how are we getting the keg <laughs> like, <laughs> matt's talking to theo he's like yeah okay so keg's getting picked up this time blah 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 so i'm like chilling at matt's house we like go up he's like uh we're like hanging out like maybe me you and like one other person and we're talking about like vampire weekend or something something we were into at the time um and we're like smoking weed, playing, I think GameCube at the time. I don't remember what gaming system you had in your room up there, but we were playing like something. And then the keg shows up, we're all fucking hyped. And then that was, I met Matt McKean that night, like hung out with like a bunch of great people. It was crazy, like people passing out. Alec Logan eating your cereal out of the box, you know, just oh, yeah. really, really good time. And I was telling Austin the other night, I was like, I think more than anything, like, uh, you just really wanted to put on for the city for the first Austin street jam to cement it into like reality for the next 10 years. So like <laughs> I reminisced kind of about a conversation you and I had later on, Matt, that was like, um, you're like, I was asking you about like, uh, did you never think people would think it was like weird that you're having all these kids come down to your house in Austin, Texas to party and like you're buying them oh, booze gosh. and like all this shit. And you're like, 
uh, yeah, <laughs> you're like, but like, I really just wanted it to be like super dope for everybody so that it was like memorable and they wanted to come back and they had to come back. So it's like that we could have this thing going on for like another 10 years. But nowadays we got to keep it chill because we can't be doing that anymore. And I was like, that's yeah, such a good <laughs> perspective to have. You're like, cause you literally said, you're like, yeah, we can't be doing all that anymore. Oh, like, oh, oh. I said on the, that on the first year. No, 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 no. This was like when we were like recounting it years later, yeah. I think we were on like the fourth or fifth and you're like, yeah, but it's not really like that anymore. Yeah. <laughs> like Things have changed. Cause you've always put on for us, but yeah, you're like, I don't, I don't, I don't think, think they you changed bought another. to like the seventh. No, I was, yeah. honestly, Dude, the like, third and fourth and fifth, a lot of them were wild. Kyle like, Miller making a nice like, yeah, pancake breakfast yeah. for everybody. <laughs> Dang, Kyle Miller, love you, bro. Dude, Kyle Miller, congratulations on your marriage and your. He child. just followed the pod. Did you? You're listening, brother. I just saw that. Dude, yeah. Thank oh, you yeah. for my first car, Thank Kyle Miller. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my first car. Oh, oh yeah. See, we were just talking about the paddy wagon. And thank your grandma for upgrading your car so that you could gift me my first car. I greatly appreciate it. More than you know, for real. That's why I chugged that fireball for you that one time. So what we yeah. do in Texas, we help each other. Yes, sir. I remember the first Minus street jam. Hodge. <laughs> I remember the first street jam. I'm gonna get off that topic. But I remember the first street jam. <laughs> Let's let it roll. The, the first, the first, the memories that, for whatever reason, have stuck to me to this day are because I guess maybe they're bigger names. The first one of that is not the biggest name, but who I love, um, Rick. You know, oh, yeah. Rick Costers. Um, he got <laughs> that was the first year he ever smoked weed, and he kept asking me. You know, I'm I'm like the adult at this, right? And he's looking at me who I'm kind of vicious when I drink. I'm just like, man, everyone's getting fucked up tonight. So <laughs> joking, but not really. But, um, so Rick was like, man, I really shouldn't do this. Should I? And I said, ah, what do you think? Like, should you? Yeah. He's like, I don't know. I'm like, ah, just do it, man. Don't. He's like, ah, I'm like, oh, then don't do it. If you really don't want to do it, don't do it. So I walk away. I come back in half an hour later, Alec Logan and Rick Costers are sitting on the couch, stoned out of their minds. <laughs> I looked at Rick and I said, oh, I got to say, Rick, you done did it. You done did it. Why'd you do it? He's yeah. probably just like, did it. He was so zonked. He was hilarious. Dude, do you remember Colton Herman? Colton falling down your fucking oh. stairs? <laughs> yes, The dude. video of that, I want that. <laughs> I want that I've so bad. I've heard of that. Oh, I wish I could heard of He's that. cheesing. He's oh like, my that video was classic classic dude dude he just straight up fell down the stairs like it was maybe 12 or 14 (laughs) stairs and he his ass was i mean i think he maybe had a drinking problem at that time or something but he had like three four beers maybe really i don't know he was but we were young so it's like he tripped down those stairs and we were all just dying laughing i felt bad because it was a maniacal laugh i was like laughing at him and not with him (laughs) you know but it was that funny you just boys like when somebody acts up like that i'm like of course i'm gonna laugh but dude but yeah, oh my cold, God. Cold yeah. I remember yeah. coming into the to the city for the first time, seeing like I came in with Colby Bond and Morgan Sapelt mm-hmm. and Colby's yeah. RSX at the time, weed taped to my nutsack. Was nut Colby sack. at the first? At the first jam, you remember? Yeah, Colby okay, Bond sorry. was at the yeah, first yeah. street jam. Okay. Weed was taped to my nutsack so that I couldn't get pulled over by the cops and searched because I was under Sheesh. eighteen. I was like, they can't stop and strip search me. I'm under eighteen. They need consent of my parents. But yeah, I came into the city. <laughs> Got into your Bro, whip and drove you all the way talking. to Austin with this weed taped to my nut sack. Weed and then smoked it with the I homies smoked that over shit. the weekend. Smoked yeah. that shit. That shit was quadruple wrapped. Oh. L. Nice. Might have been. But you know what? When you're 15, you get by. Yeah, 14, true. I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, either way, first so Street funny. Jam was fucking crazy. I remember 
you took like, yeah, it was, you just made it such a memorable experience. I don't know. Your first house was super dope too. You had that yeah, pool table. Super cool. Your roommates were all super chill with they it. Were the homies. Every year, your roommates have been so cool about you just having like dozens of kids pull up to your crib and just like camp out in your backyard or do whatever. Just go crazy. And I think like, yeah, once again, facilitators and making the sport what it is, you know, just just like sharper image. We thank you. We thank you all Facts. for putting up with our shit. <laughs> yeah, man. The second street jam, mm. just as fucking like, just as live, rained out, rained San out, but Antonio. you know, yeah. we got that. That was the year. Still to this day, the most scooter companies have ever came. Yeah, that was da- damn near basically everybody in the industry was there at that time. Whatever you like, twenty fourteen probably TGI, TSI, uh, I think even Addict for sure. Tilt. Uh, tilt AO. Yep. You had all the basic bunch kids um, coming out. You had people from fucking from Sky Texas. High. Yeah. yeah. A lot of people. Not a lot of people for sure. Yeah, it was a tragedy. The only year it rained. It, it was wasn't even a tragedy out. though. No, it wasn't because it worked. It was so sick and people were eating mm. shit. This is like what we Did were talk, talking about earlier. It's like, you gotta, like, how do I put this? Like, I don't know what to say here, but that for was one of those moments was. I was stretched thin. And I was like, what do we do? Yeah. And you have to think on your feet, think quick and be and just act. But it worked. Like, yeah. thank God. Because it could have been flooded under that no, bridge. For but sure. It was not. And I think it was like, honestly, I think the impromptu decision to just take it there was like so much better than just calling it. Yeah. And it winded up leading to like chaos. Like, I, I don't know if you truly remember Theo on crutches, getting him up and down out of that shit on wet crutches with his broken leg. Like people like glass bottles smashing everywhere because people are slipping and falling. Uh, Tree the Florida falls rock. Carlos almost. Oh my god, that was the high. Oh, the oh, yeah. Big ass fire started, but I remember the Florida ride crew was out there. Um, one of the Florida ride people with like taking a piss, slipped, fell down while taking a piss. <laughs> it's just like those little things where it's like, yeah, the situation's <laughs> not ideal. Um, the situation's not ideal, but. It just create that's what like adds to the memories, you know? It's like we're in a wet ass tunnel, but we're all having so much fun. It's like Man Kong split his eye open so bad, had to get or his chin, had to get stitches in his chin and shit. Like everybody was getting fucked up, but it was just cool. We all had a bonfire at the end. We were all soaking wet and fucking freezing cold. I still have that as my Facebook cover photo, I think. Yeah, yet three, (laughs) like year three came around, man. So awesome. You weren't at the first jam, right? It was. You were, but you I've didn't. Been in all of them. You've been in all of them. Okay, yes. okay. Because I remember you yeah. second and onwards. But I guess first, man. I wish you would have come to that after. I mean, you you were young, so it probably would have been, and I probably would have judged a little bit because I don't know, you're a little shorter or whatever. I would probably have been like, ah, he's like, you were a kid, right? But I, was, I still wish you would have been there for memory's sake. Yeah, I think I was like twelve or thirteen at that point. Yeah, it was probably against my own and, uh, <laughs> yeah, like principle. I think like, you got lucky, dog. Came, <laughs> but still, it worked. I had to get that blessing. <laughs> what did you say? I think I just went up to the first one with Alan and my grandma and Parker. Let me just see. Yeah, I just came home after. Dude, I'm Parker. sure I shot you a message beforehand, too. I was like, yo, I'm Josh Fuller. I'm coming to the street jam. Yeah. I need you to send my mom this message saying everything's straight. And you're probably like, damn, what option do I have here? <laughs> like, I go with my gut. <laughs> And then, yeah, I mean, I think it's, I think a lot of times it's like how you confront a situation 
is like how people perceive you, you know? And I know me and a lot of my friends were very mature for our age. Uh, not only with like what we were into, but also just kind of like how we acted, how we dictated ourselves. I had been working <laughs> since I was 13 years old. Yeah. So I'd been in and out of like actual jobs with adults and shit, learning how people function, communicate. So I think I did have like a slight air to me that was like more yeah. adult, but um, the good yeah. told me the good told me you were safe. Though. Yeah. And look at me now. Here I am all these years later, still here still vibing still pushing myself and you know making the best of life every day so yeah in reality you were very on very on telling you my gut knows look at you doing. look at you but yeah man your gut told you to stay scootering so like i mean i'd say keep rolling with it's it keep right. rolling with that gut it doesn't say it doesn't miss it's everybody i would say Not just matt most people yeah follow your heart yeah, say everybody why not everybody josh i don't know because i feel like some people aren't at a place yet where they where they can really rely on their gut instincts you know it's always going to be shattered by something until they can really like put full faith into it anxiety insecurity whatever i don't know but i feel like i feel like most people can I don't know, man. can truly rely on their gut i feel like they can and they should but i feel like some people should but they can't yeah, I mean, that's different, though. Just because they should and they can't doesn't mean... Like, everybody mean, should. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm not saying that they shouldn't. Yeah, you said some people shouldn't. Well, I guess, so I was just I guess maybe shouldn't isn't the right word. Maybe it's can't. Yeah, some people can't. Everybody should. Yeah, for sure. It's a better way of putting it. When did you drop your first edit, Matt? <laughs> 2004. And it's still worthy to this day. You should watch it. Like, it's old school, but... What was I, it called? It was my... Uh, my real first part was my SIV2 part. Um, our neighborhood would film local videos uh, and call them well, our, our local name. And we were, like, one of the ones that will be known. Like, OGs will remember this. It was called Scooter Insanity. But, um, you know, like, uh, the Right Trinity guys, they've... We have done a podcast with them and they talked about it and it's kind of cool. Like the fact that they remember it with some some regard, you know, it makes me feel like, okay, there was a presence with that. Anyway, um, our, our real full, or it was a mid length, but at the time, like it was very much so a full length. Um, we had six riders and it was 22 minutes. It was called SIV two, but that part, I remember I, I actually really filmed for and it was my first street part. Yeah, you know, it was like it played through the whole, uh, the adolescence amoeba song. So, you know, full length song yeah. and everything. Amoeba. Sweet. Amoeba. Yeah, going back to some real Tony OG Hawk. shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so how many edits do you have out now if you had yeah. to guess like at least ten? Yeah, at least ten. At least ten how like many full street parts. At least I would imagine ten to fifteen in that range. I want to know how many last sponsor tapes. You have. <laughs> how many last sponsorship videos do you have? I'm dropping my next one. <laughs> no, you're not. Yes. Coming up. Oh wait, no, if that this was, doesn't get me sponsored. You premiered that, right? This yeah, year. The first half of it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so excited. Me too. Yeah. Magnificent. No, but, but yeah. I would say uh I well, I made four sponsor edits. I made I made that five. I made four or five um when I was in high school. I'm pretty sure there's a comment from me that's like don't quit, bro. Yeah. Because <laughs> I didn't Appreciate know at the time. I'm like, oh, he's gonna do another one. <laughs> I thought it was over for real, dude. He's not getting a sponsor and I don't want him to quit. <laughs> dude, nah. I feel like uh Drake used to have this sticker on his bars that was like self-sponsored. I'm like, fuck yeah, bro. 
It's like, don't let anybody tell you like why or why not, you know? It's like, mom's getting you parts. (laughs) You know? It's like, you you don't need somebody else to get you out there every day riding your scooter. It's like, that's you. Always facts. You should only do it for the passion, I feel like. Never for like to get the sponsor or the clout. Sponsor yourself. Which is unfortunately, I feel like a just like a reason to get into it nowadays. For sure. But I think, you know, it comes with the evolution of the sport and there's more at stake now. So maybe there's more reason to push yourself. More reason to gain yeah. that clout or want that clout, you know. I, yeah, I guess. But I feel like everybody should still just do it because you want to do it and because you have a passion and a love for it, not because you want clout or to gain something from it other than happiness. Facts. Or a progressive like waste of, or use of time. Yeah. No, I would agree. Yeah. I mean, like, I feel like, yeah, I don't know. Like, I personally have always been motivated by passion rather than mm-hmm. like monetary gain or whatever. So for me, it's always been super easy. But I don't know. Other people seem to get caught up in different things. And that's cool. Because like, I think it takes uh, a whole village to make, you know, to make things go around. So I feel like without some people thinking more like i guess like business minded with their riding and shit maybe sport wouldn't be where it is so i gotta give it up to them but ultimately just kind of like focus on the perspective that i see which is like i find so much passion in the sport that i can only focus on that for sure like our willie i don't like he's thinking of these tricks because he's like is this possible like i want to do this to see if it's just a, like if I can do it, Facts. you know, like I don't think he's like I'm gonna do this because it's gonna be crazy and I'm gonna get hell of views. You know, yeah, he's like, dude, can I do a fourteen forty front flip because I've already done a ten eighty and this is the next up. And you know, that's I think like wow, maybe, maybe that's what's like truly making success in scootering is yeah, when you're passionate exactly. about it, and that's why yeah. we have people like Matt Ogle here. Who it's like maybe you have five sponsor me tapes that are like this is the last time, but it's like you're still here, you're still relevant, people still care, people still like want to see that new last sponsor tape coming yes. out, and it's like that passion, that raw fucking passion is what carried you, not the fucking sponsors or anything like that. So to you got to get your wife up. and your baby out there filming <laughs> with you. Oh yeah, so hard. Bro. <laughs> That's crazy. Your song that choice so too sick. always goes fucking hard. So Thank you. Always goes hard. Like what? Who did you use last time? Like Panda Bear or um, uh, uh, the Pixies? Oh, the Pixies. Okay, no, 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 that's on this one. But um, there was one where you used um, yeah Animal Collective. Animal Collective. That's what it was. It's another really always good a good one. throwback for me because my yeah. riding is a little slower. So usually they're a little slower and they're more like heartfelt. I always feel like feel like with their with some of their songs, there's a story behind it, every song. So. It's like a love letter to scootering. Yeah, I love it. Mm. I love it. Yeah, there's so many edits too, man. Like you have so much fucking content. A lot of content. It's crazy. What what do you think your favorite one is, or some of your favorite clips at least, or what about y'all? If that's hard. You y'all see my crap? What do you think, dude? I in mean, in person, witnessing you jump wall plant into the shopping cart down the bank, oh yeah, cross the street, <laughs> jump out onto your scooter again. 
not only like which, watching the attempts, but like watching the setup, like the wedge <laughs> under the wheel, everything that added to that. Like, granted, it was in person, but like everything that added into that scene, I was yeah. like, bro, this is what makes it like, this is what makes his edits so fucking cool, like so unique. Oh, it's man. like the shim under the wheel with a fucking it's piece of wood off the side of the makeshift, road. Makeshift, brother. It's definitely the, oh, it it's definitely so the hours that go into each clip. Oh my God. Makes them. The Jenkins. And like, who yeah. does that? Who does no. that? Yeah, exactly. That's many. So what, that video for you? I think that one was pretty good. And then I reminisce about like your know. really old edits, like where you're jumping off the roof of your house or like bonanza or things like that, where it's yeah. just like you, Chris, and Theo, yeah. the mustache, the mullets, you know? Yeah, oh. I thought you were talking about busting cakes at first. Cut it. I'm getting a terrible cramp in my Ooh. Got it. Yeah. Got it. Busting cakes <laughs> yeah. is definitely what got me known a little more from the industry writers. Busting like, cakes. yeah, not that it was like my that best was, part. But. That was the inward one, yeah. right? Okay, yeah, yeah. Oh my god. So when oh, did you get on inward? Two thousand nine. Okay. I was at. Uh, okay. I've had two loves in my life. One was my ex, you know, ex ex a long time ago girlfriend, and one is my wife. But it was the first love of my life. I was at her house for Christmas break. And I remember um, I was already high on love and I was in such a good mood and JP Coster's, you know, Rick's dad sent mm -hmm. me that email and I was like, it was the best weekend ever, bro. Like, so sweet. Yeah. It was the best feeling. Man. I literally got to tell the love of my life at that time and her family about the opportunity as it came. And I remember I was, it felt like I was on a cloud. I was like, yeah. dude, like, totally joking. But like, I'm getting laid tonight, man. Like, <laughs> you know, like I was just like, Things are good right now. Things are very good right Damn. now. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. I know you did like a New York trip with them or East Coast trip. Was, yeah. You remember that, that? I remember you telling me about it. Okay. For sure. Yeah. Like I, I know you were with like Jordan Jassa or Yasa and like Zig. Yep. And probably other people. But yeah. yeah. Tell us about that or other trips if there was any. It's oh, such you know, a good, just like your time. It's a great inward, question. You know that trip. Um, for anybody who remembers Bus and Cakes, the majority of it was filmed during our East Co East Coast tour trip. This is 2010, and um, it was just a big, you know, a big touring bus like what we did with uh, brother, mm -hmm. uh, but just a big, big ass U-Haul or not U-Haul. What's over here? Like a, a car, you know, a big old, van. a big old van. Thank you. Um, and we, we had seven or eight days across the, uh, the, the Northeast. And so we covered New York, New Jersey, Boston, maybe Connecticut. Yeah. Multiple States. And it was just so cool. Every day was like a skate park and then any street we could find along the way. And, uh, I mean, you know, how fun was that? I was, what, tw I was 20 at the time. I was with like Josh Kish, Zig Short, Jordan Yasha. Then this kid who left too early in the scene, Nate Gen Nate Gendron, Gen Gendron, or Nate something. What Wagner? Maybe Wagner. Yeah, I forget. That Nate Gendron guy still rides. No, not so, him. Then yeah. Nate Wagner. It's he was so quick that he just kind of like you forget, you know. Yeah. But um, Nate was the homie. But anyway, it was us and then Rick Costers and JP. But uh, yeah, every day it's like these cats were so funny. Like <laughs> on just real talk between you know, like I guess for everybody. But um, Josh Kish used to be so like ever so slightly racist, ever so slightly like aggressive, jokingly, but he always pushed Zig's buttons. But Zig was always down <laughs> to, to like fight back. You know, he's like, this bitch mother, <laughs> like, him stuff. so watching their antics and kind of like them deal with that was always so interesting to me. It was hilarious. Like Josh, you know, you knew Josh wasn't act, was serious about anything. He was just a big yeah. goob, he was hilarious. 
Um, and Zig and I, we got along so well. Like to to this day, like one of my best friends in the scooter scene. Even though we don't have to, we don't have to talk, but I respect him so heavily. Where are my royalties for the backpack, Zig? I want the fucking royalties, and I know you took You've pictures of it. You've told me about it. this before. Oh yeah, it's with bitterness and to I've this got, day, I've got witnesses, and I fuck with Zig. I like him, man. But I know what happened. I know his homie took photos, and I'm not asking for much. Maybe an acknowledgement, but you know, you're not gonna get anything. It's not gonna happen, <laughs> and it's okay. But he was so dope. I know what happened on the trip. Oh yeah, okay. So Jordan uh, Yasha was, uh, you know, and is the homie. But he was at that time sober. I don't know if he is anymore. But I remember every night we get fucked up. We like just get really hot, or like we'd smoke a lot of weed and maybe have drinks. But we weren't really drinking. Like we were all pretty young at that time. Um, but Jordan always, you know, he wouldn't really partake. And he'd be like, "There's this one time we had a comp the day after, and I think in Buffalo, New York." And um, he was like. He was like, guys, we really shouldn't be smoking weed this late. We got a comp tomorrow. <laughs> I remember me and Zig looked at each other. Oh. <laughs> 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 and we died laughing. I like this guy. That's but hilarious. you know, Jordan this day is a great guy. I love you, man. Miss you. But um, you know, those, that's just what I remember. <laughs> like just the crew being the crew. Everyone's different. I loved it. Yeah. That's awesome. That's always the best part. It's just being on the road with guys at scooter. That are different. And just like yeah. we're all scootering different and we're all acting different. And it's a fun experience. It's the mix. Chris Gascoin ran mm -hmm. for N-word? No. No? Corey Van Loo did. Is that who you're thinking of? Maybe. Maybe so. Corey Van Loo. Yeah, no Chris. Dude, honestly, Corey Van Loo's up. He's very, very cool dude. And he's like totally agreed. up in Austin. He knows a lot of artists. A lot of artists know him. I'm constantly running into people in my scene that know him and stuff. So I don't know if he still lives here. I don't either, but I ran into a fool. question. My buddy, um, basically, right, he's like owning this art shop out here, but he knows Corey Van Loo and uh, had nothing but great things to say about the guy. So I fuck with him. The one time I met him, he seemed like a nice guy. Just put it in there. Yeah, I'll just swap him. Yeah, Corey Van Luce, he did, uh, when he wasn't awesome, if he's not now, he did a, uh, a couple on that lighter. He did a uh, New Year's Eve with Theo and I in one of our house parties when we lived together. And man, what a good time. He's such a such a homie. So, you know, I can't really do anything but back him. I always feel like he was true to himself. Like there's no front and that's who I get along with easiest, even if we don't disagree, even if we don't agree. It's like, at least I know who you are. <clears throat> Yeah, but no, not that we didn't. Like Corey and I were very pretty aligned. If you have an inward dagger fork, please hit me up. Dude, Lenny. those things were baller. Lenny, yeah, yeah does Landon have one? Lenny has one, and I'm pretty bitch. sure he has two of them, He's and one of them's threaded. So that's crazy. I know. A threaded I dagger. I snapped mine and I threw it away back in the day, but Ooh. I really wish I like just still had it. <laughs> Take this. I out. know it was just like back in the day. It's like fuck it, dude. It didn't make sense to keep it. You know. Yeah. Are you sure you don't want to smoke yeah, some weed? Not at this point. I'm done. Definitely get some weed. I was listening to. Uh, been listening to Unclicked a lot because I found it the other week. And uh, there was the owner of like S and M and Fit. He'd been riding since like 1972. And it was really so cool sick. to like hear the inside of like basically the uh, the beginning of BMX. So uh, and then I knew you were coming. I was like, oh, this would be sick. You know, like we can talk to Matt about like the beginning of scootering and yeah. kind of like give that same that. feeling hopefully to other people. But yeah, you know, just like basically how was it? Like who, you know, you said Razor were the original companies. And I know Micro, I think was like really who came in second and was like actually doing anything. Lucky sponsoring and doing stuff. Yeah. Lucky came in. 
Um, and then did, was TSI after all those or were they like at the same time or because I know they made like him or like Phoenix supposedly, whatever that guy yeah. uh, made Tone the Floyd. first deck at the first, same time, you know, it's whoever made the first deck, but yeah. Uh, yeah. So if it wasn't, I don't know, I guess like, yeah, well just what's up, man. Yeah. Let's talk about all the, the first go, parts. All right. I'll try to like companies. You guys pry questions. Also, how about I guide it? And then you guys pry me questions on what you think. Yes. Um, yes. So Razor started. Jerry Reed was the first backflip, maybe the first help, if not Josh Toy. Those are big, huge milestones, right? Then you have a lot of folks in California. They're the Nothing But Scooters crew. And you have all these cats in um, Philly or yeah, Philadelphia, I think, or New Jersey. But that was the Anarchy crew. Those were the two crews at the time. One was Park, one was Street. It was sick, but that's all you had. Anyway, that's like the bare, you know, grassroots of it all. Like that's really when tricks and like- you like more? Um, I was pretty even. Okay. Yeah. Ooh, the, this hybrid. The MBS scooters, they were sick because at the time I was a park rider. You know, I didn't really get, uh, it's not that I didn't get street, it's that you have to start a park to be able to ride street. So that's, I was young and yeah. in the park. But yeah, the Anarchy crew, you know, they didn't have, you know, they might not have had the park tricks just like now, but um, they're the first ones that utilize it. So like the streets. Um, <laughs> I like it. Okay. Yeah. So you, so you had a razor um, and then micro came. So it was razor. They dropped their pro model first too. So it was a razor. We had the monopoly up until after the pro model and then micro came. Their big differentiator at that time was they had the metal core wheels. Mm-hmm. That was their first claim to fame. Before mm-hmm. Yak. But, after yes. Yak. No, no, no. Okay. I think yak. before because I remember I had the first pair of Yak metal cores and the Yak metal cores came out like long after their plastic. Uh, they had several models of plastic core first. Well, that's what I'm saying. They had the Yak plastic cores first and then Micro did the first metal core. They were first to metal core. Oh, really? Okay. For sure. Oh, I thought you were saying Yak was no, the first no. to do metal core. I, I didn't even like, know Yak did metal no, I was asking. Yeah. Matt, I think Yak came long yeah. after with metal cores. And I want to say, honestly, Eagle might have been the first metal core wheel because they were doing them for inlines far before like micro or anything even existed. And I don't know if scooter riders were ever thinking of using those at the time, but Eagle had been doing metal core wheels for those fast. Yeah, but that's like inlines though. I'm talking about scooters. Yeah, I guess that's true. They kind I, of I promise you it was, yeah. it was micro. micro. Like that that's, was thing. It's honestly like different. But Eagle was probably next. For sure. They weren't even a scooter company at that point when they were doing that. That's true. So it doesn't really count as exactly. making scooter full core. Yeah. Yeah. But okay, so then we got the full core wheel. And at that point, do they have like the one piece bars? Not to my knowledge. Okay. So yeah. then who comes in with those? I, I personally, I personally, I want to say it's inward. Um, I want to in my in my memory, it was Razor, Micro, and then inward. And they came up with like, um, the um, what's it called? Yeah, some of the land. I think Lando. I know, Lando I know the these. bars that they Maybe uh, came out with, but I didn't know they that had that's bars. Like essentially, the first they had the first oh zero that's offset. Crazy. That's the word for it. Uh, the first zero offset fork. Yeah. And yeah, that was a huge hit too. Like I want it. You know, in- inward is something you know as a type of company that would really be helpful right now, yeah. especially for a man like Ian. But like Dude. you know, they had quality parts that were well made and you know thick, strong American made metal. I wish Rick uh, back when he was living in Cali, he told me that once he got back or had his own shop, he would make me another like fork. Uh, so you know, if you're listening to this, Rick, yeah. you ever want to get back into scootering, I think building he shit, he might be. I'm not sure if he's making forks, but I think yeah. he's fabbing parts here he's, and there. So. He said the dagger was like a super uh, expensive or s- and 
intricate. Some it was really hard to produce that design again, or it would be for him too. But I would love just another zero offset fork. Let me get a CNC sure. machine. I was gonna say I think it's just a CNC yeah. just to bring it back and forth, like do the for the dagger design. But but yeah, that, that you know that probably costs a lot though. I would say Rick probably could learn it and do it for you though if he hasn't learned it already. I know he can do bars. If he's in a shop again, but, that was like two or three years ago. So I haven't asked him again, but I just I was always holding on. If to you that. ever wanted one, he'd probably do it for I the know. right price. That's the thing. It's like you're gonna pay the pay the price, pay the piper, but so it'll he, be quality and OG. Rick, if you give me a real replica dagger fork from the owner, son of Inward Scooters, R.I.P. By the way, I would pay you the right price. Oh yeah, we could we could get that. I remember my inward <laughs> trade you for just, just to sit it right here. We'll give you <laughs> yeah. We'll put, we'll put like Rick on it too. Yeah, sponsored by Rick. We'll, we'll sign you <laughs> or awesome. something, dude. See, it see it take five bucks tube. off like into the fork tube. Just Rick. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's like <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> okay, so yeah, they do the bars. TSI. We'll give them the deck. Fuck Tom Floyd. Um, okay so then that's basically all yeah inward did the fork too and then we have um you know obviously proto did the ses when did the the threaded or the threadless headset and like fork and all that when when was that because that was whenever i was getting into it i feel like the first thing i got everything was you know i was having to like fucking hit the bearings and the cat the cups into the Mm. deck and I was having to do, um, I think it was like ICS or IHC and the fork nut or the star nut and all that shit. So when did that change? Do you remember to when it was like threadless? I don't. And was it epic? All that type or like of shit. Pro comp? I don't know. Cause like I, I'm trying to think about like old proto forks, like the senior fork or like any of their forks and i feel like they're threaded in my memory yeah i think you're right but then i think about these anodized parts coming from like uh like scorcher or epic or pro comp and it's like those were all like hic clamps and like thread threadless forks and things like that so i'm not sure if they were the first to do it but those were like the first in my like the era you know like so so we have 2000 People are riding razors. Two thousand two, two thousand four. People are getting like the A model, mm-hmm. yep. and then after that, people are getting like two thousand four to two thousand. What people are on like the Six. micro and like yep. the ultra pro. Two thousand five, or... two thousand seven is the pro model. Two thousand seven yeah. is the micro, and metal cores. And okay, then, and then inward is those two were the mains, and then inwards about 2009, 2010, 2009, Phoenix? probably. Okay, so yeah, that Phoenix makes sense. Too. Then, well, inward and Phoenix had partnerships too. Like, yeah. I don't remember exactly how it went, but I had I still have um, my the first four wide uh, Phoenix deck, and oh. I have it still. It's, Send it us a, a picture of that to I've insert got one my in here, that'd yeah. be sweet. I yeah. just dug it up, okay. but I was like, this thing was untouched, sweet. I knew I'd never ride it, it was just a memento. Um, I've also got a memento awesome. of the first micro uh, scooter that they sold. Like they're trying to like compete with Razor, right? Make a mm-hmm. like a pro model, like essentially. A foldable. Yeah, I think I forget what's called G Extreme. Oh, right. I don't remember. But oh yeah, is that what it's called? Dang. I don't know. Is, but that sounds so fucking Dude, wrong. Yeah. Is Mabel gonna ride that thing? Uh, yeah, bro. <laughs> She's got oh, to. Shit. Nah, Daddy's making sure she ain't riding. Awesome. So you're gonna have a future. You just got, I feel like you got to get just one picture of her on it. Just Absolutely. like when she's young, just pushing on it. Absolutely. Just like for the, but that puppy's unboxed, you know. like, or not unboxed, I've unboxed it, but it's untouched as well. It's another memento, just a few I have, but 
Dude, we don't need any more That's people awesome. out here with CTE. Get a future. That's awesome. Mabel, if you're listening. Mm. <laughs> Damn, don't okay. So then I was going to say like the thread list and all that was coming like 2012, 13. Because that's about I when I would think I got my second like scooter and shit. I start to think about yeah. it though. And it's like Proto was doing SES for threadless forks. So it's yeah, like yeah. the only reason they'd be making SES is for threadless. And so I'm like, it, was it Phoenix with the grenade? Oh, wait, was but it when is that? Proto? Yeah, what, 2012, 13, Dude, that was like That's still 2008. Like, I'm pretty sure like no, 2009, no. 10. Maybe later though. Maybe it's maybe like 2010, 11. Because the thing is, I don't. They I, didn't get their patent until late, like okay. late, late on the SES. But like, I know but they still, had. I think the senior fork had like a Starna and shit in it. Let's put it this way. I had, like a, I had a friend who went out of his way to find a machinist in our area to make a like a SES for him. And that was in like 2011 or 12. So yeah. I'm saying maybe 2007 or eight, we have SES come in, which would probably in a, like do like threadless forks as well. Wait. 2007, eight. If you yeah, yeah. no, nine, ten. If your homie was paying a CNC guy to do it in, in 11, 2000, why like 2011 and why would it not be readily available by then? No, I think it would be. It would be readily available by like 2010. So I'm yeah. thinking like maybe 2008, the conception, 2009. But he's saying like not 2008. I'm, yeah, I'm, no. I'm saying so. to like the public though, like with all this, I'm not saying about like who's like the first guy in their garage to like. No. And I'm, I'm not talking saying about like a razor in 2004. Yeah. I'm basing this. Like, I'm basing my idea of like yeah. when did the first threadless fork come out off of the yeah. idea of like when did the first SES come out and yeah. since like this dude's making one in like 2011 there has already been some on the market and shit so I'm thinking like maybe 2008 or 9 first SES and threadless forks are starting to come out around then so big brands are like Proto, Phoenix, things like that so if you have to go back to like who created the threadless fork it's like probably in the realm Proto Phoenix yeah, or like yeah, Epic Pro Comp I Proto. don't know. I was so bad at those. I was just very ignorant in those times. Like when I was sponsored by Inward, they literally did my scoot up every time. I was like, I hardly touched it, which is why you and I kind of like share that <laughs> handicap when it comes to like <laughs> integrating your scooter. But I would, okay, let's just let's <laughs> move on. Like I would imagine that between 2010, let's call it that at earliest, but I think it's a little later to like 2015 was, a, the, was the transition of going from like threaded and figuring out how all the parts are going to integrate to threadless, which is essentially more common these days or like the most common yeah in ses so like 2015 that well and then i guess from there it really became bigger um, decks. bigger bigger decks better like titanium a little bit making sure honestly you have the entire like period of scootering where everything was like apex let's do or like uh what was that um sacrifice where they're like doing all the hella cutouts and making everything stupid light and sure. like neochrome and i thought that was a very interesting kind of like facet of scootering that came about from like or like i guess like an evolution of parts that came about from riders pursuing a specific uh style of riding scootering that came from the youtube era of scootering though yeah. mm -hmm. it just came from like people being able to see the crazy park tricks going down <laughs> and then real. the neon era was definitely more like also from YouTube, but that was like 2018, 2016, like Claudius Vertesi and people like them. Even um, before then, Tyler Bonner and like What's Ryan up, Williams and shit were riding some bright, bright <laughs> scooters. Tyler Bonner was not. I don't even think like maybe some few. There's other people, but I don't think Tyler Bonner or Ryan Williams were ever riding. Like, 
Ben J. Fryant was definitely yeah, riding some Andrew Bouchard, like he's always yeah, rode like facts. a colorful scooter. I don't know about Ben J. Oh yeah, either, no, he definitely but did. I never he was never really a guy I kept up with. For sure. He was just a park rider, one of those park era riders. All I remember is that guy would do the fucking one footed like half deck spin thing. Uh what are those called? A ben, he called it a Benjay. Oh, <laughs> Named it after himself. I don't know if he was the first one to do it or. I did a 360 Benjay. I don't know what. <laughs> yeah, that trick is he sick is though. Like, when he first started doing them, he got a little, like, it's not like it play, got played out because he was the only one that did them. But uh, once you saw him enough in his videos, because he kind of like started capitalizing on it, I was like, okay, maybe like two per video. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So you got that era of scootering. And then where does it go from there? Like. Just like, I don't know. I, I think we even skipped before how it got to there. How it got to... I feel like the first ISA had already happened and all this shit. Like, we haven't even... Like, basically, I feel like people are starting to make scooters, right? Mm -hmm. And then when was the first SD? Like, what year was that, if you had to guess? Mm. I don't know. I don't recall. I was... Or, like, the first contest you went to. Something like that. First, I mean, the, the ones that were uh, big back in the day were like, uh, what was it called? Like Scooter Barn. I don't know. There's one in Washington. Um, it had a huge yeah. fly out. It was wooden. But that was like, it was, you all, you all remember like Sergey Nova mm -hmm. or them? But like it's, everybody yeah. stands for an off. Like they all went uh, to the, that was a big one. There's obviously a couple in Cali. I'm playing, I'm playing. SD was a big, obviously one of the first really big ones. Oh man, no. I, I remember we went to SD uh for an inward thing and that's when zig got his deal with elites at the time like when we were at this sd but it wasn't even the first sd and this is like 2011 so anyway yeah, sd must have started like yeah something. 2009 or 10 yeah. or something xandrew um, was doing i think sr was like the key factor and in, in the first ones so like he was probably doing it like 2008 2009 oh, yeah. probably could have been for sure yeah but okay that's cool so then we have like some contests going up starting to form people are like filming edits this whole time had been filming edits who was basically like the key sponsors at that time still like inward tsi phoenix yeah lucky like mad gear lucky are they mad pretty gear. much in there mm -hmm. that's about cool. it odi I mean, there's more for yeah. sure, but those are some those are like the, mad, the mad yeah. dogs. When did Envy come in? Do you know? No, I I don't because I don't track those companies too hard. Um, I feel like Envy came 2013? in 2013. Blair like Blunt like right before Blunt because like, like Blunt came in like Jordan right Attic, like right around the concept of like the Taos oh, and addict. stuff. So before the Taos, you had like yeah. districts and blunt oh yeah, like yeah, yeah. on district district v1s and they blunt were the were best huge. honestly they were that was my first deck was the district v2 D yeah. district v2 killer deck after and a good width on it and then they did the helmery even 4, better 5 baby yeah. i remember we had the helmery for a uh for a street jam one prize you know? yeah dude no it yeah. was sick it was like the biggest deck on the market i'm pretty sure yeah. at the time shout out how mary yeah he's, yeah he's always been uh I've kind of equated him to like you or like you you all have like he is a, like similar spirits or souls or styles, you know? Like yeah. He's very unique. I always pictured him as me very in the cool. sense of like he had a lot of influence in his area and he mm -hmm. wasn't like the best rider, but his vibes were pure and it was like, in that way it was very easy to support him. Um, yeah. yeah. 
So he's, he's just going crazy too. Yeah, I never talked to him though. Hitting wooden rails, sick ass graphics on his deck too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Viking, all of his parts. Yeah, but yeah. So like District V ones and Blunt. I think that was like 2012, maybe 2013. Then yeah. like Teos came out, oh, the art of shredding. That was Angel. I was like, Ooh, I kicked the dog. Angel, you're like, oh, you got Angel. Nice. Tossed her away. Something I've been doing with Mabel Can you hear me? for the past like three months is it gets it gets her giggling so much. I'll go up to her and I'll go kiss. Whenever I say kiss, she'll go I'm like, oh my gosh, I could do this all day. Let me grab me a beer. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers, dogs. Yeah. Dude, I, I so honestly like I'm excited to be a father what in one way or another, but like I'm also terrified and I just feel like I'm at a place in my life where kids just probably aren't supposed to feel like a great idea, you know? Like, I think that's like a good thing. Yeah. You got the lighter? Especially be set up for having kids, but if it happens and you can make it work, beautiful. There's a time and a place for everything, man. Oh, shit, man. Good shot, dog. (laughs) That was like some real cartoon (laughs) shit right there. Oh, my God. This ain't the champagne, buddy. <laughs> um, so what year was the first Austin gem? It was like, what, 2014? 2013. 2013. 2013. Damn. So you're talking oh, yeah, about I guess. You're talking about District V1s out here in the streets yeah, of Austin, no, Texas. No, I remember, dude, the district, the addict. Um, I had a bunch of those Phoenix, like Raymond Warner and John Reyes, like the ketchup stickers and shit. Uh, I would have to go back. I have a, me and Alan had like posted our, our hall of prizes from that day. And it was like a bunch of just random shit. And when, honestly, when was Dave's? Was that like the year before? Oh, good memory. Dave's. Or was that? Dave's like, was probably a year before. So 2012, I think. 2012. You yeah. were there for that? No. Been, no. I didn't get to go, but I wanted to so bad. It was a great time. It was I, actually one of the first. It's like kind of far away for me. Yeah. For those who don't know, it was a lot like of probably the, the first non ISA comp we had in Texas, but it was like less competitive, right? Because ISA qualifier was big in Dallas Huge. for qualifying. It was a big thing, a, a big lot deal. Of people came. And um, Dave's was just a laid back good time. Just Texas on there. It was in the Texas scene. Yeah. People that were was just like, pull up. I think it was like. Tyler? It was in. Um, it was Lufkin. 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 Yeah, yeah. You always remind weird me. I'm like, what town is that? Lufkin. But um, so weird. Little, little ratty little skate park. Out I had east. a big fly box. I so. was fucking <laughs> swigging Jack Daniels when me and Alan Who walked was? in there. The owner, oh, like Dave man. or what whatever. Sick. We <laughs> walked in there and he like chose to put it up. He's like, oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's Lufkin. Yeah, we were uh, yeah, just true. trying to fade a ride. No, East Texas <laughs> is cool. East Texas, like Davy Crockett State Forest, Tyler, Texas, Lufkin and shit. It's cool, but the people are a little different. They're, they're southern. Yeah, it was for literally sure. yeah, southern. in the middle southern of nowhere. Oh, that's bad. Talk yeah, about riding a motor, drinking your fucking Jack Daniels <laughs> and shit. Like, it's woods. I mean, this guy's having a contest for a bunch of kids. Like, you yeah. could at least have like a glass or a. It's facts. Not, it's just literally <laughs> pulling it from the bottle behind your desk. Hey, like, put it in a Sonic cup. Yes. Like, come on, brother. We all live a life. Yeah. <laughs> no, we do. We do, man. Shout out Dave. He probably got off on the risk. You know, door open. Oh, my just God. He's thinking he's taking a sip. Quick, like, wife finds out <laughs> <laughs> yeah that was sick that was the first time i'd ever seen a foam pit 
Oh god. There's like a foam pit there. Everybody oh, was like was learning so ratty, flips dude. and shit. It was gross. It was so gross. Super small. It was outside in a non-covered <laughs> outside area, which means that yeah. the environment is just crapping <laughs> on your foam pit all day long. Oh, dead birds are dropping into it. The mildew. Yeah, yeah, no, no, exactly. That crap is a little <sighs> terrifying for me. Dude, there was one point somebody didn't like, or somebody was claiming, I think my homie Alan was claiming somebody didn't like patch the foam where they had like gotten out of. So there was just like one piece on the top. <laughs> and he just like landed and like gone all the way to the bottom. Yeah, sink to the bottom. <laughs> and he was just like all this. Rip like, oh, Alan's thing is like a piece of shit if you look at it from like, oh my God. And I was so hyped. I was like, oh, foam pit. But is that like a thing for a scooter? Riders, you get like an un, unrash, inra, irrational fear of foam pits when you get older and you're like riding in action oh, sports. Because no. I feel like I definitely I love foam pits. Nah, a good foam pit isn't scary. Yeah. At a certain age, I was like, bro, this is so gross. Like every time I land in here, the dust I'm inhaling, ugh, it's, it's bad. We'll say it gets in my eyes yeah. though. Ooh, Dude, yeah, the kids oh. flying into here, sweaty and fucked I feel up. Like the air pits where it's at, or air. Whatever. Dude, yeah, like air a resi bag. or like an airbag. Yeah. That'd be super cool. I'd be down with that. But for some reason, the foam pit creeps me out. It's because I grew up going to Eisenberg's, and that foam pit is fucking disgusting. <laughs> I've firsthand witnessed people pissing into that. Foam you never, pit. you never saw Eisenberg's right in Dallas. No. Yeah, I was too late to. God, that foam pit was gross, Ugh. dude. There, like people find really? dead animals in there. I watched my homie Preston stand off the back of it and piss into it. Like it was just gross. The foam hadn't been changed since it opened, which was like probably like 1997 at this point in time. It's like 2014, maybe 2012. It yeah. was really, really dingy. But yeah, irrational fear of foam pits. Maybe it's not so universal, but <laughs> get me, uh, get me a resi. But yeah, man, Dave's, I still haven't, like, I don't know. I've never rode that park, and I've never rode the pier, and I know you and Theo. Both gone. Gone to the pier. The pier's gone, too? Yeah, the pier's yeah, gone. Thing. I rode the pier with Chris Dan and it Theo. so cool. And, and Kelby. Yeah, and Kelby. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, remember. That's where I met Caleb. Damn, Is no it way. really? Mm -hmm. Huh. That's really cool. Was it a good park? I never got to ride yeah. it. Yeah. I was so young that I don't like it was. I don't think I could really appreciate any right. real park, but yeah. it was cool. Like it had that bowl to like box jump thing. That thing was and sick. like we, me and Caleb Dude. were just riding that the whole time. It was fun. Flying out. Yeah. yeah of yeah. course. Yeah, yeah. Kind of on the old like the topic of old parks, it's like have you did you ever ride like uh Woodward, Grapevine Mills? Yes. Did you ever ride Cyclone uh North Dallas? No? no. Okay. Well I Woodward Grapevine Mills. Mega well, how was it? Yeah. Sick. They had they had a uh, a mega or they had a half a proper half pipe. It was maybe fourteen feet high. Yeah, about. But it was true vert, and that thing was gnarly. I dropped in. That was it, right? Like, it, yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, it was really the park was amazing. It was a little gnarly for me at that time because even at that time, like compared to how I am now, or you know, like maybe you're whatever. Like it's I still wasn't that ready. So I would say huge. Like yeah, there's a lot of style. big obstacles. That's what I was going to say, man. It's like if you yeah. talk to people who have read that park that are even like raw today, they'll all tell you like that park was built gnarly. Like they yeah. built it for people to like push themselves yeah. like pretty hard. That's it was in the middle of a shopping mall yeah. in North Dallas where no, it wasn't like a super heavily trafficked mall. Very interesting. But yeah, great, great park. I'm really sad it's gone. Caleb's sad it's gone. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> Well, that's cool. Okay, so we got all those skate parks. What 
What's honestly your favorite skate park in Texas, if you had to pick one? Ooh, that's a good one, I think. Out of all these years, all these cities. In Texas. I know Josh is. Alan. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. I know. It's not Alan. I definitely... I, <laughs> it'd probably be House Park. Are you kidding? I'm not kidding you. Damn. I That's love House insane. Park. It's it's so comfortable Shut to me. For the guy who hates Brushy and has House Park as I his hate favorite <laughs> ever, this makes a lot of sense. I do not like Brushy. I hate Brushy. Brushy's so small. A guy like me can't ride Brushy. I just don't know how to work it. Brushy is so good. I've literally had this conversation a million times with Austin, and he, he doesn't really like Alan. I love Alan. So, I like Alan, but it's like it's I like not the best it's park not my in favorite, Dallas though. to me at all. Yeah. Oh, I can't wait to ride Mueller. That's it looks scary. so fire. No, it's all of y'all's, awesome. all, you know, y'all been posting about it awesome, so much lately. Dude, so First skate park here that has coping on top of the ledges, man. Like crooks, blunts, Good. whatever, just no problem. Circle rails, a long, like the first place that has a decent flat bar. There's just so many bare necessities, I feel like. Oh, yeah. It's just kind of like insane that they're not anywhere. And it took this place. 2022 to finally have one you know it's yeah super cool first box jump basically you know we had mabel davis is that thing gnarly have one like that box jump looks gnarly because you have to it's, carve into it but is it actually gnarly or is it it's fair? it's mainly just a bank yeah it's not even really like a box jump but it is is the length on not it too bad no okay it's probably like no longer than this okay table oh really yeah dang okay maybe like a couple Ipex. more feet but that's hey, about it so real quick to answer that question because it is fun that's a fun question i would say in dallas i re i love um i love mckinney i love mckinney i really like Louisville, but mckinney has an, like, everything for me um okay. but and that's probably the opinion of i don't know but like alan i really like i just can't rock it that well so it's hard for me to really like because i don't thrive in it um, but yeah, Louisville, I, I think is so fun. McKinney's probably top dog. Roanoke is sick. I don't. Are there any others I'm missing in Dallas? Yeah, I don't know. Roanoke, Dallas parts. Shit. Yeah, yeah, Roanoke. Nobody ever of course wants the, to go there. The Colony. You've been to the Colony? I don't do. I don't. I can't ride it. It's like it's like a brushy. I, it's too small for me. I love these small parks that just have jibs. It's like small shit. Yeah, Josh. Josh is saying uh, big parks are annoying to me. Which big parts? Yeah, yeah. why? Because you don't. Like, uh, you like it's, it's not like they're annoying, but I I just like a park that's smaller that doesn't have a lot of people where I can just lap or sit there and just try something. Where I feel like most of the time at a big park, there's so many people in the same area. I just get annoyed and I have to settle to just do stuff. I'm gonna land quickly. Versus being able to really get creative or do something fun, I feel like. I feel you on that one. Especially like Mabel Davis. That's a perfect example. You want to jib around and have spots that you can actually train instead of like, I feel yeah. like at a big park with bigger Dude. obstacles, you're right. Like Cheers. all the skaters will hoard a Euro. Like they'll all ride yeah. like one Euro. The one good spot Especially there. if it's like a park with like obstacles that get larger. Like Mueller, even, Mueller isn't even a big park, but like. People will stick to one side of it, like like the Euro, which Once. it's a smaller park, so it cuts off like how you can cut across it. They'll avoid like uh, the handrail or 
I don't know. It's a worse example because so it is bad. a small park, so it can be touchable for most people. But it is like when you have parks with bigger obstacles, people hoard the small shit. They want to get jibby, and then yeah. it's harder to ride. Yeah, it. it gets yeah. a lot of traffic there. Yeah, Definitely. for sure. A lot of places for people to sit, too. Yeah. That's the thing about House Park. I feel like it's big, but always so many people, <laughs> and it's so crowded. And I feel like it's just such a negative environment towards it's, scootering. Yeah, yeah. Just all that in combination, I, I don't enjoy going there. But I haven't is, got like, hate at House in a while. Dude, real quick, yeah. that was the one skate park where I, I slapped a boy, a child. I was like 26 or 25 or 26 with Theo, no and this way. guy kept calling me a faggot. And I was, and he was a kid. He was like 19 probably, but I went up to him and I literally like, I'm just, I, can't, I don't handle confrontation or stress well, but I, this guy had to be punished. I literally <laughs> walked up and bitch slapped him like a little bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I bitch slapped him and I said, you say it's my face next time. And I ran and I scooted away and then the guy followed me and chunked a skateboard at me. <laughs> and, and he hit you? It, it hit me, hit me in the foot and I put it in my car and I was trying to get out of there quick, just take his board and this dad came up and pinned me down and started threatening me. He was like, what? that's a kid right there, that's a kid right there. And then that boy, nah, he's he over come, 18. Yeah, uh, no, he was. For, yeah. This kid was definitely like or like right after 18, but he was, he was old. Um, anyway, that's so it's like, I'm so. like, dude, you're protecting this child that in a... Uh, in a utopian society that should be the way it works like i teach this kid his lesson like i i don't know that's my opinion the kid deserved Dude. to be taught a lesson like you can't call somebody a faggot a hundred it was a hundred times a hundred times and I'm, I'm a grown-ass man engaged you know like riding a scooter i'm like this child just needs a, to like learn a lesson here anyway but could have called it a yeah no, right. said, though, confrontations yeah <clears throat> You can't get away with that. No, no, no. That's a good story. That's a good story. It was, it was worth it. I figured. Especially too. That was probably in the era when like people were really hating on scooters. And I was, was like, like, the was like scooters are a game. That totally. was that era. It was like the tail end of that. Yeah, yeah. I feel like it's rather accept, not accepted, but like a lot of skateboarders have now openly preached yeah. openness. You know, so. I definitely think it is changing and people are like beginning to respect it and see the levels it can be taken to. Like it's been so long since I've had anybody say shit to me. And then even if it's like like I'll get backhanded compliments like the I don't really fuck with scooters but I fuck with you like yeah. I'll get that one a lot but yeah. I don't know or like the like like oh scooter boys here and then it's like as soon as you start to ride and show them like yo this is what's possible on this they actually come to accept it totally so that's that's awesome that we're at least getting there yeah definitely um, I rode with Paxton two weeks ago and he got a hammer that clip was a hammer dog. Oh yeah. yeah, I was I was so gassed on that. Yeah, honestly. I was hyped. Honestly, I mean that clip was gassed. <laughs> yeah, what did that? That took like almost an hour. Is shit. that a long time for you? <sighs> Typically, no. I don't. No, no. Is he like me? He's like you, where y'all both imagine the hardest tricks you want to do and just go for it. This is to be true. honest. Like I was trying <laughs> double heel, and I was like, oh, I could be triple. <laughs> But I knew it was going to be something I'd had to work for. And then I, it took way longer. So you are right on this. I don't know if I get a trick, if I'm filming and I get a trick quick, especially if you're filming for a video, it's like, dude, I know I can like, if I got that in five minutes, I should be able to one up it. I think that's like, like for Instagram, that's cool. But if you're actually filming for something you care about, like that, I feel like that's the level of effort that should be put into it. It just goes down to, do you want to? try the hardest or do you just want to like make the trick look good yeah like effortless 
That's true. It's yeah. always that. It's always that fifty-fifty. They're not exclusive though. It's not exclusive because it's like, let's say you're trying a trick that's super hard and you're pushing yourself and you finally land it, but it's sketchy. Like at that point, are you going to go back until you land it clean you or are you that. just going to take it? Yeah. And that's the level where it's like most people usually just take it because you've yeah. already spent an hour. Right. So then it's like, would you rather push yourself or have a clean trick? From that perspective. And it's like, in a perfect world, like, yeah, I would obviously just rather do something way harder and land it fucking clean. But if you can't um, get it, it's like, do I take the clean double? That's where I'm at nowadays. You know, it's like, do I want to like, I I don't know. (coughs) I hate filming. So I hate having Paxton film me for an hour. And I feel like I just do stuff that I want to do real quick. Steez is a good thing. Yeah, and nothing wrong with simplification too. That was always Theo's model. Man, three whips is one whip too many. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. even two Shout whips. Out man. Theo. Like, yeah, even one bar spin is too many. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the man who said bar spin, the man who cried bar spin. <laughs> oh, Literally, man. yeah, boy doesn't like bar spins. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's definitely a, a happy medium to it because I agree. Like it, oh. it is more about how you make a trick look. Then I don't want to be no trip like trick spammer. Yeah. I'm not eating Giglaglio, whatever the fuck. <coughs> it's With like backlip, 270 you, heel rotor. Yeah, you can't be doing the most in toe dragging. Like don't don't do more than you need to if you know you're gonna do it sketchy. That's true. Yeah, it's fair. Um, the old, okay. go ahead. Yeah, yeah. I just don't know uh, all that you guys got into since uh, yeah, I was upstairs getting some shit done. I had a long day. Um, there were a couple things I wanted to just go over, okay. like. The Austin Jam. I heard you guys talk about it a little bit, but like, did you originate that? Was that like? Yes. Okay, and it was. Uh, who all was it who started the first Austin Street Jam? Me. Just you. <laughs> Just you. This wasn't. Th- when did like uh, Theo, Andy? When when they get involved? Probably the second Theo. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. For, for the Andy first hasn't one. lived here for that long. Oh, okay. It's like yeah. maybe since like the fifth or something. Yeah, and he's been taking it on since you guys have really, maybe a year prior, maybe okay. two, but but not honestly, not any major rule. <coughs> yeah, so it was me, the first one. Theo didn't live with me at that time, and then he moved in, and dude, obviously from there. At the house. Yeah. Uh, at the house, yeah, he was not with me, but then when we had the, do you remember the apartment? Yeah, I don't think you ever, ever came to our apartment when we lived in one. Mm-mm. We were there for two years, but uh, we had an apartment, and that's when we really got. We do we were in sync for all three years we lived together, but those two years definitely. Yeah, so we do we'd split roles and tasks and delegate and such. Okay, so Sweet. we've had nine now, or you've had nine now. I've been to like three. Um, how has it we. been? How's it been? Yeah, yeah. How's it been going from the first to like this most recent year? Just seeing the growth of it because you did plant that seed. I've always thought that it's hasn't grown really i was gonna say yeah. that's the thing is but i don't think it's any bigger well, it's grown in, perf- in like ways of yeah. uh of prop being proper and Sad. done well yeah. and the older i get to we were talking about trick trick cleanliness earlier like you'd be surprised like you would i i um am not taking tricks that are clean like i've always taken the sketchy trick but anyway as i get older it's like you want to do it proper and you want to do it right and therefore the street jam naturally just falls and see with that so i'd say the first one was just not as proper you know it was really just we rode and we had a house party but it was the first time we had done it in texas so it was fucking hype yeah. right um, but then it got more proper over time and now you guys like introducing the video premieres the last two years and doing it in a theater last year and you know like for the ninth like that's you know a huge step up in the right direction so i would say that's been a big change. <laughs> oh, hell yeah and then uh, one more just on the street jams what's the first moment that comes to your head for best moment out of any of the ones you've been to 
Um, probably the one where everyone like where everyone camps out in our backyard because okay. that one was just wild all the time. Who all was in your backyard? <sighs> I don't even remember, man. It was it's all over the place. Like the ones that stand out. I'm so sorry if I miss you. I just smoked, but the ones that stand out stand out are like Mike Homan, Logan Fuller, because we were all smoking together. Like Josh Fuller. Like I'm typically I'll start drinking, but then for a lot of the time I'll smoke, but then I'll come back to drinking. And I just remember all the people who were fucked up at the end, like from yeah. drinking, you know. Yeah. Just, yeah, in the backyard. For okay. sure, y'all were the only people who lived there at that point. So it was just like everybody, just, just call it everybody was camping in his backyard yeah. at that year. Yeah. Oh, you know what? I'm tripping. Sure. That was the fourth year. The Also the year with Tommy Dodano and like there's so many more. Tommy, oh, I didn't even know that he made it out to an Austin jam. I yeah. Know. yeah. Oh, dude. That's, uh, was this before Richie, Outset? This, this, they were like making right Outset before. in my closet. They no were doing way. yes. They were doing the logo, and they slept in my fucking closet. You're it was fucking tiny closet, and and it was him and Richard. Like they were both, they shared the space on the floor. I'm like, y'all are such troopers. Then that was the mentality. It was like everyone packed out in one house, and we're just gonna suffer, but like enjoy it. I don't know. But, All right, that's huge. That's literally history made in your pretty cool your right? closet. That's fucking awesome. Glad I asked that, um, dude. And some other things was I remember. I think it was the very first year I ever went to the Austin Jam. You had Kook stay at your house. Kook on a scoot. Kook on a scoot. Um, that seemed like a really fun experience. I got to get a little taste of that. Um, wait, wait. What was your involvement? Remind me. You- just like being oh. at your house after the fact and okay. watching it all go down. But I remember you told me a little story about getting woken up at like six in the morning. Yeah. You and your wife in your bed. Um, I just think that's pretty funny. <laughs> yeah dude i'm not gonna go too much into it on the podcast but it was it was sad you know i really like yeah. um I, you know i still have no beef with with kook it's just it was like it was just a rough experience you know because i felt like he wasn't really feeling it or was overwhelmed or whatever the case was but um i think yeah, he, so was he was overwhelmed have, he was just overwhelmed, overwhelmed probably because it was a there. lot and it, it's yeah. a lot every time but at the same time like Oh, I don't know. I guess my hope was like, you kind of knew what you're getting into. Like, it, it, you just suffer. Like, in ways, you suffer for like three days. Mm-hmm. Y'all know. You've hosted people. It's like, oh, yeah. you just suffer. And that's okay but because it's worth it. But anyway, so just a rough time from that. There's a lot of people I say no to, though, because of stuff like that. That was a learning lesson. Like, Dude, I'm, if you're a tenth of kook, no. <laughs> it was definitely sure. a learning lesson. Yeah, I would. Uh, I've I've probably been a lot more. You know, I guess I haven't hosted a lot since more then. Lean, yeah. yeah, I was leaning <laughs> up in the, the whole way through, but now <laughs> once I moved, it's like time to get buckled down and like filter out. No, but uh, yeah. yeah. Hey, fun fact fun. too. I know this isn't gonna happen, but man, for the next street jam, I've got an acre and a half in San Antonio. That would be so dope to have everyone camp out. I know it's like probably unfeasible just because yeah. of the drive, but I have I the think property. Eleventh annuals when we should do. I want to do like San Antonio or then like maybe a Dallas one for the twelve. San 12th, Antonio somebody has figure such, it out. They have better spots, but it depends. I think. Like if they're within riding distance and shit, like we just have to have someone plan out. I would totally plan it if y'all are down for eleventh San Antonio. I, I want you all to do it, yeah. but I could plan the route. It's just for sure. Also, there's is there an airport? Yeah. Okay. And the airport cool. is three minutes from Theo's house. Shout out Theo. Thanks for picking everyone up and dropping off at my house. Yeah, thank you, Theo. Thanks for getting everybody uh, <laughs> yeah. two years from now. We appreciate you. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But it's cool in Theo's backyard. You can see planes that are literally three, okay, 500 feet, you know, like right above you, right above you. It's like, but that's sweet. Anyway, 
That's yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, if we can though. buff it out, I'm down because after <laughs> next year, I probably won't be here or planning any of this. So, whatever happens, I'll fly in. So, where are you going? I'll be there. Or what are you thinking? Somewhere. Probably, yeah. yeah, somewhere cool. Somewhere where there's scootering and legal weed. He was telling me I'm earlier, sure. thinking maybe Colorado, like Colorado, California. California. <laughs> A couple of years, a few years. Yeah. I like that you want to come back. Yeah. Definitely come back. Yeah, I hope. I mean, like my goal Shit's is definitely to stay here. back. Sorry, you're good for like a few. You're like three to five years is probably the goal. But I'm definitely in the mentality of like y'all were saying, like you can move at any time. There's the whole point of life is that like you do it, and so if you feel restricted and you want to go, you just go. Like whatever the calling is, but you don't lose your roots. You, know, you come yeah. back you know, sometimes, but yeah, yeah. If I didn't I have we'll family that lived yeah. here, yeah, for sure, we'll blow up the scene once he leaves. Yeah. <laughs> No, we'll figure it out as it goes. As as we say, it'll buff out no matter what happens. (laughs) It'll it'll buff buff for sure. But yeah, skate parks suck. I've read all the spots. People, there's like I don't want to say nobody to ride with because the few that there are to ride with are my homies. But like their timing never works out, so it's like basically there's nobody ever to ride with. And yes, could be better. For sure. But, For sure. Yeah. We at least have this garage. Go explore. Yeah. Go explore, man. I, went, I mean, I went to Colorado. I have no regrets. So cool to yeah. see a thriving scene and the homies down there, like trying to make things happen. Yeah. You know, you get 30, all you need is 30 people and it becomes a completely different place. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you 30 have is a lot. It's yeah. a lot. You can do you can ride at any time. Yeah. You got a choice. You have actually a selection of friends to choose from instead of being forced to ride with the guy that scooters that... You just both ride scooters. Anyway, all I'm saying is like, huh. yeah, it's it's yeah. worth it. <clears throat> True. Yeah. Even in Dallas, I've always thought it would be different if I like grown up in Dallas because there was always just like the thriving scene. But I don't want to live in Dallas. Sorry, guys. Pax, what, are, what are your thoughts sucks. on Dallas? Any opinions? In Dallas, see, uh, I love the parks, but I think I can agree with Austin from being there for a little bit. It doesn't seem like a very fun place Dude. to grow up, in my opinion. Seems very flat. Um, <laughs> no stair gaps. Yeah, no, nothing. <laughs> that was Houston too. It's a lot of parks, man. Maybe I would have qualified for ISA if I grew up in, it, yeah. in Dallas. Yeah, get a couple I'd probably of doing double kickies yeah. and three flips, bro. I don't know. I yeah. might still have knee pads on. Yeah. Who knows um, though? The San Antonio scene's cool. Like you're there, uh, Tuddy's back, or he moved there with some other homie from Tuddy's New Jersey. In San Antonio. Tuddy moved to San Antonio. Now? Mm-hmm. Right yeah, now, yeah. Teddy's in San Antonio. So yeah. Shrimp Cody I feel like told, I told both y'all this. I you did. I didn't I, tell you me. told me that he was. I didn't know he had already made like he was there right now. I thought well, Shrimp had told me that uh, y'all were riding this weekend because of that. Yes, he, Shrimp just told me that Tuddy was coming in town. I didn't know he was moving oh. into town. Yeah, dude, yeah, that's yeah, fucking yeah. Tuddy, me, and Zach Martin. He's bringing. That's pretty. Well, he's moving. He's moving with some guy from New Jersey who rides too. I don't know who he is. So I don't remember his name. Okay, and they're both moving. Mm-hmm. So two riders, them two, and you and Zach. Yeah. Okay. That'd be yeah, Tuddy's sick, man. Like I, you know, I don't have any. Like I don't know Tuddy for shit, but your riding is so good, man. <laughs> you know, like I love seeing his ride. I think he's well rounded. He does it big. Like everything looks big. Yeah. Um, fast. Yeah, he's yeah. sick. It's sick. I've met him at um, the Chicago Jam. He's a cool dude, real cool dude. He uh, 
He he said he knew what ten four was. So if you're watching, Teddy, hey, shout out. We'll ride with you soon in San Antonio. We'll get some clips, baby. Yes, sir. Um. Yeah, dude. Uh, North too. By the way, killing it. I feel like it's cool to see a company actually giving people sick decks, who I feel like do deserve it in the sense, uh, just like, I don't know, not doing it for a name, like because they're super clouded or whatnot. Like really just trying to back who they think looks dope uh, or they like how they ride and i think they i like how it feels as if they give them a lot of customization on how they want their deck to look like it really does feel like them like skippy's deck you can tell it was like from the graphic to the colorway it was very skippy like they let him have free reign it's cool to see a company doing that i like it yeah agreed i you know i think north sick I think, I don't know, you know, my opinions, my opinions on their image and their brand is that it's sick for sure. For sure. I've heard, I, I have never written a North deck. I just heard they break quick. Um, I mean, honestly, like I'm pretty ignorant, ignorant in the scooter industry, but like they're, they, you know, they're Insta, the way they just, I see, they seem humble. It's like, it's nothing's too pronounced or too forced, which is how I would do it. So, and <laughs> in did a, it. <laughs> I fuck North when it first came out, honestly, yeah. like it was just, it was just ugly. Up. Like he it was, was just, on the original team, yeah. like getting the prototype decks, and he snapped one within a week. And I think they sent him another one, and it was the same thing. And he was like, "Fuck these!" I'm they done. just That's looked what ugly I've heard with the too. product. They just but looked ugly, but dude, they, had they the butt really plug. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like uh, logo. It shows, dude. Time, like yeah, time, will really build a company, bro. Yeah, uh, they it's, like three years, and they. I feel like they completely turned around the image that they had. I was like probably 2016 yeah. when Caleb was on there. So it's Damn. been a while. Eldridge was on North? Yeah. Yeah. How would I not know for this? Because like it was like when they were just beginning because we know Hesse, like the Canadian homie, mm-hmm. like it's a Canadian company. So we knew like Rice and uh, Sneathan and uh, whoever else was out there. So he got on the team and uh, Sneathan, like Ethan was sending him parts and he just kept snapping them. So. I don't think it was ever like too official. Like they may have posted them on the Instagram a little bit, but yeah, yeah, okay. it was definitely not anything long term. He got a couple things that didn't like him. It's that. That was that. Same out. thing with AO. That's what happened to him with AO. Um, somebody needs to fucking pick up Caleb already. Hold on, Matt. Move your Honestly. phone real quick. God, oh, if yeah. someone would just pay that someone man needs to, to travel. pick up. Yeah, he's motivated lately. This so fucking totally guy. He's, he's killing right so up. hungry. I've never, like... Let's get him doing some Compared to moves. anybody I've filmed with out here, <laughs> there's nobody who... Oh, man, I just want to say, like, doesn't give a fuck like Caleb does. Oh, like, Caleb man. truly doesn't Love care what happens to him. Like, he'll, he'll film five, six clips a day. No matter how hard he slams on the first, this is it's it's crazy to watch someone with that mentality. Truly, doing it again. Um, have y'all gotten to brother Beast. at all? No, no. I kind of don't want to get to it today, honestly. Okay, that's yeah. fine. We'll gotcha. get to it, brother. On a different. We can talk episode. good brother stuff though, like the trips, like the whole beauty of brother for me was really just hanging with the boys, mm-hmm. like which is probably why it didn't work out. Like it was, I really just wanted to, I don't know, solidify the good times. And I think we, yeah, oh, yeah. it was short, but it was fun. Oh, we had man. some good times in there. So that was probably like last year was so fun. And even the year before that, we were definitely just doing a lot of local stuff, 
but yeah, like even me and Caleb were talking about that with Joe the other day. We're like, dude, those were like the times. So glad y'all say that, man. Like just all the boys. Cause I was on AO forever and I was like, dude, this is kind of like bullshit. These fools don't ever get together. They don't have a group chat. Like there was some on and off like throughout the years, but there was never anything solid. And it was like, when uh when brother came around it was just the homies like just the homies who were i don't know genuine yeah and like cared and who talked <laughs> love you bro thank and you it's for just that. like damn we were we were out there when we were out there even when we were just talking shit in the group chat <laughs> like we're like all right everybody you would and i love you and landon for being like the dads like you were the dad <laughs> but then landon when you couldn't be yeah you, you would be like all right down. This weekend, we're all going to be there. And it's just like, at that point, you just got there if you could get there. And yep. if you were like, oh, I can't, then everybody would just roast you. And yeah, this guy's good. a fucking bitch, bro. <laughs> like, he's like, choosing yeah. to hang with his girlfriend <laughs> instead of the bitch. brother float. Like, yeah. You'd be a bitch, boom. <laughs> so much cheese in your face tomorrow night. Yeah, yeah. Like, those were the days, and that's why I still want to do, like, a reunion thing, Thank like, you. once a year. We were, I was bringing that up with you earlier. <coughs> yeah, if y'all are listening to this, man, like, fuck, I would love to, like, Victor, JoJo, if y'all want to fly Everybody. in for it. But, like, dude, the Dallas boys, it's easy. Like, we'll link up can do the float or just yeah and i can work now that i'm back in texas so badass san antonio dude we'll do the camp on your property like a brother reunion like that'd be sick yeah anybody who's on brother even including like oliver who's short term like i would love to host like just a little reunion weekend just hang out have a few drinks maybe a lot oh steez fuck i forgot steez everybody everybody there's right but yeah. That'd be fun though. Yeah. yeah. I could I can I could organize organize that and there's a dope river, right? With obviously packs, like whoever, like sick. um, but there's a dope river uh that's in uh Bandera. It is gorgeous, it's 30 minutes away. It's like we could just get four or five float uh like tubes, like time up to the trees and just float as it like let it, the river push us, but just stay there and drink yeah. beers and oh, that's anyway, it. Smoke rips and bones. That's man. literally it. I get some nice sovereignty rips in yep. the forest for my reels. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yo. For your private yo. account. <laughs> hold up. Hold up. What we got? What we got? Huge announcement. Huge. Damn. Starting today, I've qualified for the real bag. Damn. It's game over. Good shit, dog. It's game Logged over. into my bank information. Applied for Damn. bonuses. That extra hundred. It's time to start making this money, fellas. Right. Extra hundred. You're gonna see, uh, start seeing a lot of slams recently. We're really gonna dig deep in this camera roll and post me eating shit so I can make money. Please share my reels. Don't do that. <laughs> I only got you 4K last time. <laughs> it did, dude. That's. So it's gotta fun. be a fresh one. That's so fun. It's gotta be a good one. <laughs> Uh, true, true. So wait, so you got on reels? That was the. Uh, yeah, I got uh, approved to start oh, making money on it today. Shit. Today, guess how much Congrats. money it told me I could be taking, uh, making on each reel. Four grand a week. Ten dollars. Oh, real. Ten dollars a reel. Nice. That's like a breakfast burrito every morning. <laughs> That's sick. Ten dollars. Adds up. Adds up. Oh yeah. What do you mean? That's just what it told me. It said your reels, each reel, it's worth about ten bucks. Based on your like average views yeah. or something. Cool. It's like all right, cool. Yeah. Cool. 
Um, you make money off reels? I know you're on them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's never told me like how much I make a reel. It just tells me like how much uh, do you make off a reel per view. Uh, you know, it, it depends how much it makes, like in views. Like I get paid per how however many views I get. How many for your like, more more I views? Can, like let's say you get five k views or something. Uh, maybe it literally after a hundred like bucks, 50. it doesn't really go up that much. So let's say. I get 20,000 views or uh, I mean like 50,000 views. That's probably like a hundred bucks or like, a, yeah, 105, something like that. Juicy. And then if I get 80,000, I'm probably at like 105 bucks. I feel like it's broken because even on my reel Doesn't where I got 323,000 bucks, I only got 180. And it's because uh, I have to reach like a 1.2 million views to get 1200 bucks. Those are both my maximums. Jesus, it's one point two mil just to get a grand. Yeah, that's crazy. So, yeah, that's crazy. Wow. If like you're, you probably have something different, or I don't, I don't know what you no, saw. But I think they just honestly gave me a bullshit average of like how much money my reels could be making. So I'd sign up. You know what I mean? I don't know how it's actually gonna work out for me. That's just like the promo. It's like the reels play, the bonus play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who knows how? What would be your goals if you were to post them? What would you get? What would get you hyped? Like, if you got twenty or fifty dollars per video, dude. Or if 10? I could just get like a hundred bucks a month off of Instagram, that'd be cool. Like, I'm still gonna Cover be breakfast. posting. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The tank of gas a month, or oh, maybe almost two full tanks of gas. Uh yeah. I don't know. I just always hear uh, him talking about it, his real bag. Him and Caleb, <laughs> and I've never had the real bag. So you kill me with it your real. Felt really good. Gonna make that moolah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, on a fun fact, I'll tell you this. Um, I got hired at a new company. I think I told you like four months ago, mm-hmm. but uh, I have a company card now. And now that I'm on, on a business trip, everything's covered. <laughs> Even those two margaritas. <laughs> That's something nice, real quick. Yeah. It's pretty sweet. Um, yeah, yeah, we're gonna try and make this an LLC and start getting some tax write offs. Say hey, I need a I need a new that's fork. W- that's very wise. <laughs> yeah. You should. Yeah, is it? We're going to. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay, you can write off a lot of expenses on your tax. You know, it adds up. Maybe a couple grand you get back a year. We could write off beer for the float. For yeah, next year's jam. Yeah. yeah. Oh mm-hmm. yeah. We could write off a lot of stuff. <clears throat> Gotta get in the process. It's pretty based on my experience with brother too with the tax system like. I think, you know, obviously maybe I'm just getting lucky, but, um, they're pretty loose. Like as long as you don't act a damn fool with what you report for income and for this and that, like, for example, you're supposed to be out of every five years, if you're cash flow negative for three years out of the five or four, something like that, like some amount, then you're like a red flag for being audited. But anyway, like aside from that though, like there's a lot of looseness to it. It's like, as long as you don't act the fool, you can kind of, you know, you can with all taxes or whatever, like spend it to your advantage, but gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. And it also seems like if you're not spending ridiculous money, they're not really going to come for you. This is all low exactly. skill stuff. Yeah. Yeah. They got big. I'm not saying fudge your taxes. I'm saying max, like include is everything that counts. Right. Okay. But yeah. You see that guy's scooter podcast here, giving you a tax break information. Literally ask me anything money. I would love to talk about it. Okay. <laughs> not playing, but, uh, juicy J. How's the real estate market? It's dipped about 20%. Damn. 
Yeah, right when we went on the market too, we had our homes. They could have, we could have made another one or 150 um, if we had sold three months prior on both our homes. 150k. Yeah, but we just we just got in at the exact wrong time, right when it started dipping low, and so it's, we just kind of watched it sit on the market, it go down in value, sit on the market, go down in value, and then two months later, it's like 150k less, you know, worth that much less than what it was originally worth. When it peaked, like obviously these homes are in, they're so inflated. It's it's not sustainable. It's yeah, I don't know. I'm not going to predict like the long-term future, but what happened made sense. It was rising at a way too fast of a rate to be yeah. manageable. But for sure. Yeah, I'm glad to see that. Yeah, happen, honestly, me too. Despite yeah. my loss, I'm like, all you fuckers deserve a chance. And the way it was going, I'm like, everyone's, you know what I mean? Like, you're screwed. But yeah. Yeah, but now it's good, man. We have um, we have a home in San Antonio that we had prior to our new house and then we just bought our new. So we have two properties right now and I'll just play it safe for a bit. Like the market's very, um, you know, all over the place. So. Okay. Some uncertainty. Some yeah, stock gotcha. investments. Those have all gone down. It's not, it's not looking good all around me. <laughs> Are you in the stocks yeah. right now? Um, yeah. I mean, I have two. I'm staking one and I'm holding one. Have they gone down? <laughs> they've been down for like six months though long time i know is what it is uh you guys have a favorite brother trip experience or just a favorite trip in general i mean the two that always come Dude. to mind for me are the, the week long to cali and um the uh the yeah. first brother float the what else what you got the the brother floats were all sick. I honestly don't even remember like anything that happened on the first one. But I, I remember, I remember like all of them were sick. Like I don't know any of them, but uh, yeah, the one time you and me like drove all the way to fucking Cali. Yep. Like that was cool, and we picked up Landon like the first brother trip ever, probably. Like, oh yeah, that one was sick. Low attendance, but high regard. And uh, fuck. Like for me, probably that, the other trip to Cali, I think the next year when like everybody came and it wasn't just like the three of us and then New York, Oh yeah. like all three of those trips were probably ones that I'm like, damn. Yeah. Those are most of them too, but that's a good sign. Like if most of them were good, then fuck yeah. That (laughs) that probably was most of them. Yeah. But it was like, you know, we went to Denver twice or a few times. Yeah. It's smaller scale, but you're right. Yeah, that was the one where like all the all the homies went to. I love New York. I really value the time that we got to sit outside. We were kind of a little high, like kind of <laughs> tipsy. We were just yeah. talking about life. There's probably two nights yeah. where you and I stayed out an extra hour or so. I'm about to insert the clip of you freestyling right here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those trips get busting, man. Like I am always in it for the real talk. So busting. Yeah. Busting cakes. <laughs> For sure. Yeah, you got a favorite New York experience? Man, out of the two. Well, I went on one with Inward. Uh, with the Brother Boys, though, let me think. That was cr- That was a really was good crazy. one. Um, I, dude, I fucked up my hand on that trip mm-hmm. from the get-go. I remember that really dampered a lot of the trip because we pushed so much. I mean, you remember, dude. My hand was like oh, bandaged. Dude. I had a broken or uh, a chunked wheel for like three miles. Like, I was going through the city one day with a fucking chunked back wheel. Nah, it was way slower than that. Don't, 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 
boom. And I'm fucking like just basically trying to hang five the whole way. <laughs> Three I'm miles. I'm like, this is five. bullshit, man. We were all the way at the bridge. Because uh, I had like broken it. And then we get to the bridge. So we're like just chilling, smoking there for a while. And then they're like, all right, let's go to the train. And it was fucking far as shit. It was like all the way past like this like LES skate park. I don't even think you were there yet. It yeah, was uh it's probably before I get there. It was that day they lost my uh, fucking triple heel clip. I did the triple heel down that block set, yeah. which was on the pier. So like I fucking dehub the wheel and we're like just started chilling there. And eventually we're like, fuck it, we'll go back home. Yeah, it was like three miles. You chunked it on the triple heel. Yeah. That was it. Yeah. And then I go back the next fucking day, get the clip, and then just like fucking whoever edited the video didn't put it in or the clip got lost or something. I was like, yeah, that's all that. All that for nothing. man. the the clip of you chunking it. I remember it was you chunking it and then showing the wheel. You no, probably, that was me and Caleb's AO video. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's another I'm fucking video. Yeah, I land sideways yeah. on those a lot. It's hard not oh, to. Always yeah, in the true. back wheel of you chunks, know, two I've back noticed. wheels for that. Yeah. <laughs> Triples are a B, though, man. I mean, I can never do them. Like, I don't know how you got yours out of that tiny bank to keep it flat because <clears throat> it's so easy to let it start going off axis a little bit or like sideways. For yeah. me, I mean, I can hardly double them. But yeah, I, feel like I don't do a lot of them. I really shocked myself with that one, especially mm-hmm. with the tranny. But it, it took a while. That's it interesting. Was, it was bound to happen once if you try for an hour. Yeah. You really walked in that rhythm for the mm-hmm. last maybe five to eight goes or something. I was like, all right, it's coming. Every yeah. try was there. So I wasn't sticking them for like 45 minutes. And then you're right. It was like the last five minutes. It was like back to Boom. back to back. You're hot. Yeah. I was like landing on it. Yeah. Oh, that's the best feeling in the world. Once you like do something right for the first time and your mind kind of clicks on it and you get into your little flow state for it. Like, oh, cause yeah. you ever try tricks and you just can't do it to save your life. And then you get close to one and it's just like something clicks and the rhythm gets started and, Definitely. For, and it just, you get closer and closer and closer. I don't know. That's that, been my that's goal. The best feeling. In the past, I used to get like one, one good shot out of every 10, but it never got hot or like it rarely got hot. Mm-hmm. Lately, I've been getting into the zone where it's like, uh, for probably the last, maybe it's because I'm getting older and I know I have less time to get at it. So I'm like, I have to focus right now while I'm hot. But anyway, so yeah, I would say I lately definitely I've been feeling that rhythm more often. <clears throat> Hell yeah. <sighs> Scooters. Scooters, baby. Yeah. So aside from that, I will say, uh, you know, for whoever doesn't know, I've got a baby girl now. <laughs> it's the best. Cheers to that. It God is the bless. Best. Yeah. Shout out Mabel. Shout out Crestus. Jen. Did you crack this for me? Absolutely. Shout Her out name's Matt. little Mabel, though, and uh, she's just the cutest thing I've ever seen, man. She has gigantic sphere-like chubby cheeks and uh, just like a pure smile and no hair. She's all bald. She's got like a you know, little like, a, what's it called? Not mohawk. Mullet. Thank you. Um, I don't know what I said. Thank you. The mole. Yeah, the mole. Thank you, Brian. But yeah, that's kind of one new development, man. That's honestly been what my life has been like. Like, you know what I mean? Uh, how old is she now? Uh, six months. Six months. And yeah, how is being a father? first kid oh man starting to feel the the juices too right now um it's good we'll pull out the real uh the heartfelt truth yeah honestly uh sucking my heartstrings yeah it's been nice it's it's been a complete change of pace but that's the thing it's i, I feel very hyped to be in this next stage like it doesn't feel like i'm not ready for it, nor do i want it so just like adjusting to it kind of like going going with the flow and following the nature of what i want and trying to be honest with myself 
because some parts of me want to be selfish and do like things on my own. But another part of me is like kind of wanting to like be a father and to be more than what I was before. So it all goes back to the rubber band, man. I'm trying to like stretch myself out a little farther, see what else I can take on. And then I don't know. It does yeah. go back to the rubber band. You know, I do. I've been talking about the rubber band a little bit lately. Man, I missed the rubber band convo <laughs> from earlier. I'm assuming you all got pretty deep into it. Or you talked about yeah, it. Yeah, I talked a second for it. Okay. Hell yeah. Essentially, well, if you have a rubber band, you know, in, in life, it's probably healthy to try to always expand yourself or, or like expand what you can do, your capabilities, like whether that be in regards to like technical difficulty and handling something or just like optimizing how many things you can do in a day, you know, whatever, like, oh, I don't know, like it can be whatever. But, but you um, don't want the band to snap. You don't, well, yeah, you want to stretch it out and then you want to like bring it in, relax a bit and see how, like what you've learned and let it, let it like relax a little bit more again, but then maybe stretch it out farther the next time, let it relax again and just over a long period of time, kind of like refine yourself into whatever it is your goals are really. Yeah. But by like challenging that. yourself. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Well, yeah. So you got a little girl in the world and you talk about being less selfish and prioritizing yourself more. And I don't know. So how do you think it's changed from before you had her and you would prioritize yourself over maybe other things like you'd be selfish in a way sure. compared to having, I mean, a new life placed into your hands. And it's like, is it almost like a, a feeling from inside of you? Like, I have to do this. Or is it still that same struggle? Like, does it empower you a little more? How does it feel? Yeah, I would say it's a uh, if it. It started as feeling like I have to do this. And the goal is that, you know, or not the goal, but the goal is to allow myself to be moldable, knowing that my tendency is to want to stay how I am selfish, like eating ice cream or cookies every night, like smoking too often um, versus, you know, allowing yourself to find that next wave that's that feels right because it doesn't like do as a human, you have conviction for where you are. All we all do in our own ways at our own times. And um, if it's telling me if my soul starts telling me it's time to, you know, I shouldn't be doing this, but I'm doing it because two years ago, that was what, what the move was, but no longer is. So I guess in that sense, yeah, my, I know, I know, I know I'm on topic, but I forget what the question was, but yeah, I guess that's essentially, yeah. I got you. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I, I, I phrased I it kind of yeah. open. So oh, was, there's no, fuck. there's no right answer. So yeah, you feel. absolutely. Um, <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. It's cool though. Again, you know, it's all worth it at the end. If that's what you really want, what your soul dictates, you know, then just, Try to be moldable. And you really don't want her to scooter? No, fuck no. If I get a boy, though, for sure. Absolutely. What's Um, what's your ideal hobby for? uh, Okay, first off, she can do whatever she wants. Let's get that clear. That being said, though, um, oh, I don't know, like... I love to her to for her something that doesn't put her in physical danger is like literally it. It could be a sport that's like a little safer. I don't know. We were Ogles are good swimmers. Like I feel like all my family was a good swimmer. I was a good swimmer. My brother, sister brother had that breaststroke sister backstroke she my sister was a great backstroke swimmer but anyways I'm okay like, maybe that runs in her blood dude you got to teach your martial arts you got to turn her into a, a little warrior i feel that if sure. i have a if i have a little girl i definitely want her to be able to like whoop kids ass if yeah. it comes down to it yeah, like yeah. i want her to be a little just a monster like sweet obviously my little girl but dude if shit hits the fan like she's capable i don't oh, know yeah. i'd love that love that <laughs> absolutely bro what's it called not not kung fu i'm a little high now but it's like what's the uh the kung defensive fu. arts jiu-jitsu or yeah ju- yeah well give me some other ones does more thai 
boxing, no, it's, kickboxing. It's, say it again, two jitsu? Jiu-jitsu. Ju- gosh, no, yeah, yeah. jiu-jitsu, that's something. No, it's not. It's like, it's not jiu-jitsu. Jiu-jitsu is like the wrestling grappling one. I've trained it a little bit. That's the one. I feel that way about it because I've been to like jiu-jitsu oh, tournaments. Krav Maga. Krav Maga. Continue. Oh, the, okay. But I, yeah, I've been to jiu-jitsu tournaments and in like the younger age categories there's not enough participants for it to be all boy on boy so the girls will fight the boys in the yeah the younger age uh age limits and there's nothing more satisfying than seeing like a little girl tap out a dude and then like watching him just go cry to his corner and like oh man if like if i was that girl's dad and i watched my daughter just choke some kid out and then he cries that would be the i feel (laughs) so good bro Watching my little girl fuck up some other, uh, yeah, just some other man's like son. Like, yeah, my my princess just whooped your son's ass. That'd be a good feeling. Definitely. Definitely a moment of pride for that. Yeah, I feel the same way. No part of me wants the altercation, but I absolutely want her to be prepared in case it'll at least give her pepper spray. But like, yeah, if she did Krav Maga or, or Jiu Jitsu or whatever, like, that'd be sick. Um, do you have... A- do you have plans to have another kid? Um, yes, absolutely. We want to, we're thinking three or four. Oh, wow. Okay. Saying. Yeah. I Ooh. like to do four. I think we'll probably call it four, but we'll see. No cheaper by the dozen. <laughs> well, I mean, the way Jen and I have been lately. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Probably get some twins or triplets in the next batch. Say it again. Probably have twins or triplets in the next batch. <laughs> that would be a very tough pill to swallow. I'd be so down, don't get me wrong, but at the same time, like, oh my gosh, I would not be down for that. <laughs> There's so many more mouths to feed. It's <laughs> a lot. You have to step up. Straight up. Man. Well, I just, my life just ends at that point. It's like, well, I'll never have time for anything ever again. And I wasn't ready for it, but I have to get ready for it. <laughs> oh, but it'd be fun though. Like I'm not, yeah, it'd be sick. Hell yeah, you can handle it. I know you can. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Are you still working at the movie theater? I am. Yeah. How's it going? Had a shift today. Oh, it's good, man. I'm I'm honestly ready to be over with it. Don't get it twisted though. We're still having a premiere at the Alamo Draft House for the tenth annual. So, but even if I'm not working there, we'll rent out a theater. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's the pay is not that great. It's fun to watch movies. That's cool, mm-hmm. but um trying to find my way out like I, I just started selling solar that's like, like a week ago it's my first time ever going door to door but i'm pushing door to door on my scooter right now and it's been pretty fun honestly like knocking on people's doors even if they give me a no it's like hey let me uh, watch me bust down this double heel real quick and i can leave you maybe seeing something you like even though you don't want to say yes to an appointment. So that's been fun. I think it's kind of funny that I'm I'm knocking on people do- people's door with my scooter. And they just open the door to like an older gentleman with a scooter that has pink handlebars. I'm like, what the, f- what the fuck is this guy doing? The and pink definitely is quite the compliment. Yeah, yeah. It's like, look at my stash and pink bars. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who is this guy? Uh, what do you yeah. think it's uh, taught you? Like, so you're doing sales door to door essentially. Mm-hmm which is pretty old school, but like totally commendable in a lot of ways to, you know, how's it, I don't know, um, Okay, dude, it's only been a week and a half. Right, 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 yeah, So true. very, very new. Um, I've, it's taught me like, like people are always gonna reject you, which is cool. Like I already had, my very first day, I had some dude tell me to get the fuck off of his property. Um, and just, yeah, boot me off. 
So Oof. I think it's nice though. I, like, I don't know. I, I don't take a lot of shit personally. So uh, this is definitely helping me thicken up my skin in one way. And I think, I think it's nice. I feel like it's cool. Uh, it's a good way to try and learn human nature and just see people. Like you're, you're going up to people's doors and they don't want you there. They don't want you there. They don't want you there. Um, and it's so far it's been fun trying to like have an experience where it's like this person doesn't want me here, but I'll try and make it worth their while. So that's been cool. Yeah. I'll, I'll, we'll see how it goes. As time Pay them out in tricks. Like, sorry, I didn't like the product, but here's a show. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, free, that's literally free what turn. I've been doing, dude. They'll say that's like, really Oh, sick. so many people have come by already. Like, Oh, I don't want to talk to you. And I'm like, they couldn't tail whip. Hear me out. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a man worth yeah. respecting. Yeah. <laughs> I, um, before I got my Dell internship in 2012, um, I, had no intern, like literally had nothing lined up from maybe I really started looking probably January of 2012 to like May. It was really hard to find jobs. And I also did not have the best grade point average. Anyway, so I was thinking about taking um, one internship that I was literally about to sign the papers for was doing a sales job door to door. And like, where, I forget what the product was, but um, essentially like I was going to do it and go through with it. I'm so glad I did not. I am not that person. I think too many failures, like too many no's in one day. I don't think I have that thick of skin sometimes. Oh man, I feel like you do. I do, I but this, I don't know. I don't like rejection. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. honestly, but. You've been doing a lot of public speaking lately though. A little more, yeah. Yeah, and you said that gives you a big high, public speaking. Oh, yeah. 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 How's your experience with that? Well, oh, gosh, I've had, okay, I'll tell y'all. I mean, if y'all, I think y'all will dig this. Like, at my new job, um, it's a Teradata. It's a data and analytics platform. It's a software as a service. Um, but that being said, uh, I've like my role in this job has like amplified from the last one. When I was at Dell doing product marketing, I mostly wrote stuff, just wrote papers, recorded videos, came up with concepts and ideas. Uh, now I'm like public speaking quite often. So that's just a quick backstory. But at Teradata, there's this event in Las Vegas that happened last week. It's called AWS reInvent. Basically like all the AWS partners and you know vendors, whoever comes in uh, to talk about like technology in the data field. Bro, there was in the um, Las Vegas uh, hotel that I our expo was in, there was 60,000 attendants. That was the the counted total. Shit. So sixty thousand in one hotel on one floor. It was just nuts, man. All that to be said. So I had to public speak, not like public speak, but I had to like really publicly present what our product was and you know give good wording to it and essentially like have an effective sales message for each type of person it might may be, which I'm still learning. But that being said, man, I have like grown so much in that space, just being confident, not being afraid of failure. It just took like maybe a day and a half. Then I finally just the fucking mentality adapted and I was like, all right, we're going all in. Like, this isn't that bad. It's not that scary. So, um, I guess being more bold would be like a good way to put that. Um, yeah. That's awesome. That's really cool, man. How many people did you actually talk in front of at the conference? Probably a total of 50, maybe 60 across, um, four days. So maybe, and I will probably work to like on average six hours a day in the booth. So 24 hours, but 50 meaningful conversations that lasted over a minute. Yeah. Like I would like small chat, like at these events, everyone has swag, they're handing out free shit and stuff. And so many people would just come up and be like, where's your swag? You know? <laughs> I'm like, okay, that doesn't really count. But <laughs> be like, yeah, no like swag, brother. <laughs> sampling food out of Costco or some shit. Yeah. And like, let me get the product and leave. <laughs> get out of here, you bum. You ain't going to buy this. <laughs> but it was, yeah, that was a really cool experience. Well, word. Yeah. To tie it back into scootering. Um, 
how do you think growing up, like just trying to get good at it, falling, getting back up, do you think that's helped your mentality with overcoming rejection in other fields of your life? Definitely. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It has. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Scooting is probably like one of the biggest, you know, building blocks of my life with failure, probably mostly with failure, just getting yeah. up and keep going. Who cares? Um, does it give you an idea? Uh, do you like when you're getting good at anything else, do you base it off of riding in your own head? Can you any more specific, so like, 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 in like so how like, I handle it or? Yeah. So, um, I'm trying to keep it open ended so you can answer, but how I look at it is, uh, it's like, oh, well, I've gotten good at this. So in theory, this is just time and consistency. I can get good at anything else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would say so. It's got you. Yeah. But it, uh, yeah, kind of keeps me pushing forward when I like uh, hit a wall on other aspects of my life. Just knowing like I've gotten good at something else. Like why, why can't I get good at this? Totally. Yeah. Definitely a confidence bump. It's like, okay, I've done this. You get enough W's in your bag and you know, you start to really trust. It's like, okay, I can, I can probably do that too. And, but. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. For sure. I've never really just been, I've also, I've also like, for whatever reason, just been unapologetically myself my whole life. I don't know how to be any other way. So it's like, I just kind of did what I wanted, you know, if I, I don't know, like for, we were talking about earlier, the rap phase, like I had a solid two years where I freestyled constantly. Oh my gosh. We were so good at it. I got really good at it for a period. And I was like, I should just record an album. And I was like, all right, let me just knock it out real quick. It took like six months. And, I, and then I, I let it drop off after that. I was like, that was fun. Yeah, I'm going to move on. Oh, I had no idea you rapped, dude. I yeah. I had an album. Before it was cool. already talked about it on the pod. That's <laughs> fucking awesome. Yeah. How have I not heard I'm going to get you that copy. I got like 10 laps. So. Just burn me one. You haven't heard it? Just burn me one. You haven't heard, heard it? You've heard it, right? Yeah, I just want one. Oh, yeah. Okay, okay. No, I'll give you original, bro. Just take care of it. Yeah. Just put it in like a box. At of... this point, I will. Thank you, bro. At this point, I'll put it somewhere good if you give me one. Do you got a memorabilia box original. that you just like stored yeah. away? Yeah. Hell yeah. Definitely do. What's funny, I walked in on Josh talking about how freestyle rap ties into Scooter, and I had no context. I was like, how, how the fuck did y'all even get to this point? It's cool that I actually can see how... <laughs> oh, oh yeah, yeah for sure oh, yeah. they've been the characters yeah yeah josh brings in the unique perspectives absolutely man is this your ninth or tenth podcast it's 12th 12th great how's it feel to that's be because the ninth one drops today yep. oh that's right damn so i'm, I'm the dime a dozen how's it feel to do a dozen yeah. podcasts has it been fun it has been yeah try not to say like as much I have that in my mindful notes on my. Okay, I love that. In my notes on my phone, right at the top. Say like less. Yeah. Let's keep I the top really, I'm sure I've you never get really it. noticed with you. Really? Yeah. I see. I guess. I mean, I notice it because it's me. I feel like that's. I haven't noticed it with you. That mm. is crazy. Whenever you watch anything back or like look at a group photo of you, you just instantly zone in on yourself. It's 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 not how everyone's just wired to have a constant focus on themselves that kind of drown everything else out that shows too, especially editing these podcasts. Like I do not notice the things that you tell me, you notice that you say when I'm going through it, but you notice it. And I notice the things that, that I'm do. saying that right. I don't like because it's me, my own image, the human psyche. Yeah. Yeah. You always put hey, yourself you, first. Yeah. You did a good job. When did you, what, what podcast did you finally realize I'm saying like too much? Chris, Chris. Yeah. That was a fun one, though. Yeah. 
<laughs> it was a fun one, but I'm baked. I'm tired. Yeah, I'm I know. It's like it's showing it's for late. sure. You're good, man. It's been, been a long podcast. Like but yeah, to be quite honest, uh, how we feel about podcasting is like, dude, Shit. this is the first one I've done since the Austin Street Chat. <coughs> Dang. So we haven't why, been as why consistent. Why is that? Because it takes a long time to edit these motherfuckers. And I got caught up in some life shit. Okay. Yeah, you mentioned that at the I sesh. What was going him, on? I got him. Hey, get the fuck you got out some of chick here. or what? Get the fuck out of here. You know, you I had some sucking my deep time as you up. Want, but, I yeah. had some sucking my time up and I didn't edit it as much. But hey, man, we've dropped three straight weekends in a row now. Absolutely. We're getting back on track. It is what it is. So. Yeah, we want to do one a week. Like, uh, dude, I love this shit. Just talking about scootering, like what we all love. It's always fun. Even just the solo ones with me and him. It's just fun to talk ah, about so scootering, good. man. It's all about the routine, man. Or like, you got to build some structure where you do certain things where you don't, you can't get too caught up. Because like, I used to get really caught up. In my, I don't, I'm not going to say you got caught up in your feelings. I don't know. But because you haven't told me. But mm. um, I used to do that. And it's like, I don't know. A certain, you start building a couple of routines. And you got it with scootering. And, you know, you're working a bunch now, too, which will. Definitely do, but yeah, I don't know. Was it so? Was it heartbreak? No, <laughs> no, it's not the heartbreak. It was, no, no, too it was personal. Just, no, 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 no. like just, not even. Yeah. I don't even. No, no, man. This is like uh, just time, like just, spending yeah. time with another person instead of uh, yeah, and then work. So time with another person and yeah. then going to work. And that's pretty much it. Okay. Yeah, dude. I was probably caught up in my feelings for like a week, but yeah. I, yeah, I if would, anything, yeah. that light a lit a fire under my ass. Uh, Nothing crazy, dog. What do you usually like? Okay, I see pictures of you on the water with your girl. Um, where do you like? Do you ever go with him? Is that how you meet girls, or how do you typically like meet a chick? I mean, Austin's, uh, you know, <laughs> he's like Tinder dog. Two thousand matches. He's got here. his Tinder real bag. He's I'm getting no paid like a dollar and up. Bro, when I was on Tinder, uh, I had it for maybe two years. <laughs> oh yeah, dude, you don't. You're getting on my ass. I know you're a little Tinder <laughs> slut. Don't even. I've heard this. Yeah, well, I'll proudly tell who I am. Like, <laughs> yeah. dude, I was. I mean, this is back in the day, twenty five year old Jenkins, yeah. but. He was smoking cigs inside at this point. That's all you gotta say. I'll tell you enough about a man. Yeah, what was the story, real quick? You remember this? Or the smoking cigs inside? No, I'm just saying, yeah. like, us, like a wild the persona. I was, you know, I know you were smoking cigs. Yeah. Real quick, oh, shit. Guys. What was, were we talking about? We're talking about oh yeah, Tinder. Tinder I had uh, I had over. Well, I don't know if this is a lot anymore, but I had it for two years. I had over a thousand matches, and I remember I was like, crazy. Is that a lot? Or no? Yeah, for yeah, it's a good. I mean, dude, that's enough. That's enough. I was like, I was in like, dude, two I, years. That's like over a match a day. Yeah, it's like a match, match a day, point three a day or something. But yeah. I remember I was like, and then that's when I got convicted. I was like, damn, a thousand matches, and out of all those, there was only one that was true potential. Yeah. And I was like, all right, time to get rid of this puppy. And then one Jen good girl is worth a thousand bitches. <laughs> that's already been said God and bless. proved. Yeah, absolutely, man. It's crazy. I'm so glad to see that uh, you're diehard for your gal in the same way I am, man. And you know it brings me joy. Yeah, man. I know we'd reminisced about about these on the long brother solo car drives. We used to just oh, do yeah. a lot of car drives, honestly. Dude, our drives to Houston. How or, many of yeah. those? Did, <laughs> yeah, just old? up and back to dead there, Dallas. You know, just yep. Quick three and three. Yep. You know who's driving first? You know yep. who's driving last. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
What were the shifts looking like yeah. to California? Doing seven hour swaps, four. What was going down? I know y'all drove to California uh, together. I honestly remember getting to his ass at like 5 a.m. and I hadn't slept that whole day or that whole night because I was with like my ex at this time. And uh, I had just gotten back from Woodward, so I hadn't really seen her. So like I was just staying up and then. I don't know how long Matt drove for, but I like tried to stay up with him in a little bit during the drive. And then I was like, dude, I got to fucking sleep. So he drove from like, we probably left his house at like six ish AM. And then he drove for up until we hit El Paso. So that's like eight hours. And then we rode around for a little bit. My deck snapped. And then, um, I think either he or I drove from there to probably like fucking the AO warehouse is the next thing I remember mm-hmm. is getting a new deck. Cause he had, a, uh, he had no deck. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I was like, we can't film. Like, <laughs> yeah. Half the reason we're here. At Matt McKean's right. Oh no. We went to Phoenix that night and stayed at uh Tommy Cush's. Yeah, Cush's. Shout out to Cush. And then we later. went to, yeah. <laughs> McKean, I think Landon was with us that point or something wasn't it the whole crew and the, the, the trip with all the dudes or did we stay twice yeah i thought at we started at mckee stayed at mckean's twice okay that's but the, the second time was the more notable time at yeah. mckean's when like everybody was there they were acting a fool man mckean looks at me he's like dude these fucking terpers <laughs> i was like they terp all night long just, brother just blow torches going off but yeah <laughs> full i think i drove most of the drive in el paso or like or like through california you definitely took shifts though and especially after we had smoked or something like that was just a given that was that was the thing is like i would kind of like matt would always drive and just watch tv or youtube or some (laughs) shit like this motherfucker would just be sitting there like watching tv and he wouldn't really care so i would just be sitting there like all right like i'll play on my phone and then uh whenever Oh, okay. Yeah. But anyway, I would just drive whenever. Usually I would drive at nights because that's when he wants to smoke and just chill. So it's like, I'll get baked and drive, dude. I'll fucking all day. So that's usually, I have the night shift. Usually I'll put my glasses on. Just fucking. Matt, load me a bowl. I I got the image in my head of, this is awful, but a gooch driving and then you dying in a car crash, like 500 health away from a triple crown on Clash Royale. Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> the hell are you talking I'm about? Mad. <laughs> you don't understand, dude. This guy grinds clash It's ridiculous. Oh, yeah. but that's what he he'd be bummed it. out on not getting the three crown. It wouldn't be dying. Yeah, fuck that. We're in, we're not scared of death here. But if he lost <gasps> out on a three crown, there was there was the one time <laughs> actually on that first brother road trip. I remember we had a uh, me and Matt were going around to like different scooter shops to like get brother into them like for the first time we like he has these products in hand so we're uh leaving the vault right and i made them go need one more damn 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 i mean that was kind of my bad i've been chief but yeah we can we can just y'all can chief mine too it's okay but uh, we're leaving the vault, and I ask this fool at the counter, I'm like, hey, like, where do y'all get weed around here? <laughs> and they send me to this dispensary, man, and they're telling me, they're like, uh, I forget, some Australian motherfucker was just there, like, hey, you got a free discount for, like, using an accent. 
And uh, I, I, I don't remember if I did, but I like almost really wanted to like use this accent. To you get, were like, doing a, the Australian a accent. Free discount. Oh my! I either I either did it or didn't do it up until uh, all the way when my ID came out, and then it was like a Texas ID, and then like the jig was up. <laughs> but anyway, like we go to this fucking dispensary, and it's like ghetto, dude. Yeah. It's like black market. We hop in there and like get some wax, whatever. It's gross. Like it's gross as fuck. But I'm like, fuck it, dude. We're driving from there to like San Francisco, I think. So it's like an eight hour drive and we hadn't smoked the whole time. So I'm like doing this and then we're getting like Matt was like, dude, we're not smoking through traffic. Like wait till the open road till you can smoke. So we're fucking LA traffic for hours, dude, like two hours, three hours. And the road finally opens up, so I'm, like, pulling all my shit out. I'm getting the dab rig ready. I'm fucking finally about to take this junkie. dab, dude. I know, and I, I hit my dab, and then I'm like, Jenkins, you ready? And I, like, I, like, get him his dab. And Landon's been, like, in the backseat this whole time. Like, me and Matt had been on this whole, like, multi-day trip. Like, hella trips in the past. We just always talk in the front. And so, like, Landon's just asleep in the back. And uh, Matt, he's, like, he's like finally hitting this dab and then um, wasn't paying attention to the, to the directions. So he's, like, I see his eyes widen as he's, like, hitting this dab, realizing we need to hit the exit. So he, like, tries to swerve over. And I don't remember if it was a car or, like, the thing, like, the merging, like, concrete fucking block. But, like, almost fucking hit some shit and died. And then Landon's, like, waking up all of a sudden as we're exiting the highway all smooth. <laughs> and we're just like, morning. Like, <laughs> morning. Like, how are you it doing? It was just such a crazy lead up to that. Like, I'm finally hitting. They were finally getting baked after this long ass day. And then we almost die in the process. <laughs> yeah, I forgot about that. I forgot about the traffic before that because we were sitting in traffic with motorcyclers. I remember they were crossing. There was probably five of them. Oh, yeah, man. I was like, dude, this is. I think I'm going to smoke in this. Like, I'm going to kill somebody. So, yeah, yeah anyway, well, finally, by the time we had gone past it, it was like, let's fucking celebrate, bro. <laughs> yeah, dude. It was like it was right so after. It was awesome. Yeah, it was a two-lane road. It was um, one lane. The left lane went straight, and it kind of went up a hill. And the right lane, sharp right turn. And, dog, I was literally hitting that thing. And as soon as I, like, pulled my head up to blow out smoke, I saw that it was, like, you know, 100 feet away. Hit that right real sharp. And Landon, I think Landon slipped through that and maybe, like, quietly arose from his slumber three minutes later. What happened? You know, Landon can sleep through anything, dog. It's almost insane. like... Right now, Landon. his own death. <laughs> I know. I would have been like, dude. <laughs> motherfucker was sleeping death through gunshots in Chicago for sure. Like, that guy, I love you, Landon, but I don't know how you sleep till 2 p.m. on a scooter trip. Like, it's like insane how <laughs> much impressive. you like, how hard and how much you value you sleep. Just That's like, wild. I got to fall back asleep like, in the morning bro, about not. three times to get up at 2 p.m. Straight up, oh, I gotta press news yeah. at least three, four times if I want to sleep sure. in that late. Yeah, my in, my internal will get me up by eight, and if I if I do anything, I'm probably up. If I can like manage to somehow, I think it's so close to dead. Tragically, if you do have a charger, I would love to plug it in micro USB. But um, I do have one, honestly. Thank you, one thank you so much, man. But uh, let me get that one. Then it's that's a bit. Yeah, like, we'll love to hit that at some point too. <laughs> we'll <laughs> no get it around. All right, so. <laughs> 
All right, Landon, get up early. I do. Uh, <laughs> fucking some Matt, how many times have you left the camera at the spot? <laughs> I know, man. It's I know at least two. It's so embarrassing. I promise you, I've actually grown up a lot. But yeah, probably up until about 30, really. Yeah, you got a kid. 30 now. times? I hope so. No, how many times? 30 age. Times. How old are you? I don't know. 32. 32? Yeah. God damn. Yep. You're a true OG. True OG, man. 2012. Well, but yeah, even earlier. But uh, yeah, so uh, dude, what was the question? I don't even How many know. times have you left Locked your camera, camera at a spot? I have gotten probably four taken from me over my whole 20 years. Um, two, two, I probably left. One, I got... One or two got stolen. The rest left behind. The most recent left behind. Jen was just talking to me about this because lately I've been like real talk between friends. I've been having like anger bursts and it's been just interesting because I'm a very patient guy. Y'all know me. I'm fucking patient. But um, for whatever reason, like I've had like two, uh, uh you know, uh, eruptions. In insert Matt clips. Well, you know. Insert attempt 150. Yeah. Fucking. <laughs> <laughs> I will lose it. Yeah, no, you'll get to know I'm that sorry, too because I really want you to me. Thought. I do. But do. um, anyway, I've been doing it with Jen, like not like necessarily at her in any violent way, but I've been like blowing up angrily and yelling and like, I don't like that at all. Yeah. Um, I forget what, for, forget what the point of this was. But I do have a side comment too. I think that that might be linked that to me. I haven't Leaving written. a camera. Uh, oh yeah, we'll get Talking back to, to that. Jen. Um, but uh, I think it might be linked to like me not scootering as much because that is my anger outburst. And maybe mm. like I was telling yeah. Jen, I was like, maybe I have like a quota. Like I, I, guys are we're I all think different. You yeah. do fair. Maybe I really do think you do. You gotta let it out at some point because yeah. just bottling it is not good. So if that's like rioting is your way of getting that getting that out instead of having like little outbursts here and there, then sure. like hell yeah, I think that's definitely like healthier. Right. I, sure. I I agree. I, I mean, I was trying to tell Jen because I'm not convinced it's the truth, but I'm like, you know, every man, like men and women are like very uh, commonly different in certain ways. And like, I think men, like, I, don't, I think that we should suppress anger and such. But at the same time, I'm also like, it's kind of like our nature and in a way it's beneficial in many ways. So I just need to control it. Right. Or I need to like yeah. figure or out find how I work. Outlet to do. I mean, I feel yeah. like that's one thing scootering is like if you're riding less you don't have an outlet to put all that energy that into steam, yeah. yeah exactly pissing me off and no even shame. the even like the outbursts i don't know dude i don't rage that much when i ride but it's like once a month at least i gotta have one kind of outburst like i just gotta get it out at the park sure. like throw my shit yell a little bit get upset and then it's like oh, i'm good and then a month later we'll do it again yeah but it's like i don't know it, it feels good to get it out every once in a while That's i feel funny. that absolutely yeah mm -hmm. it's kind of new that somebody i mean i feel like it's like a fair thing to talk about this right now too because like we're all figuring out what the standard of the future is going to be for like what men and women are like and i think it really just comes down to understanding your nature and understanding um what is right for you and trying to not mitigate it but like Put it in a healthy practice. Yeah. Or something like that. Yeah. Everybody's going to have that kind of energy coming out of them. I feel, yeah, it's just the balance. It's where you put it into. I think if you, I really do believe if you don't put those emotions into anything, it's going to come out where you don't want it to. Yeah. Okay. No worries, um, okay. Fuck. There was one thing when you were talking about the Australian accent to get some free shit out of Dispo. Yeah. I know you can talk in this Australian accent because when I, I met you, you got it. When I met I you in 2019, yeah, Oikon. Um, <laughs> when I met you in 2019 at Woodward, the first ever this is kind of hopping the story, but the first ever dab I took was with this fool 
in a car with Kai Saunders and Nathan Flamongo. First ever dab I took, but yeah, they were guest pros at East for the week. Um, and that's an experience for one I'll never fucking forget. And then another thing like Kai asked for uh, <laughs> our homie, uh, who's fuck, I'm blanking right, Colby, asked for Colby's uh, cart. He's like, oh yeah, can I eat your little vape sticky? Can I, can I eat your vape sticky, cunt? For, dude. The obligatory for, cunt afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> for me, it was whenever he took a fat-ass dab and he was dying, and Nathan's in the front seat, and he's like, oh, cunt, pass me the ride. <laughs> and I just start laughing, so and then sick. Nathan, like, gives him Gatorade. Like, I'm like, what the fuck is he talking about? Then it's like Gatorade <laughs> comes back toward ride, him, cunt. and he's like, starts, like, trying to just sip it. Just dying and Nathan's laughing. But yes. You'll be next. <laughs> like, like, After yeah, that week, though, when too. they came there and were guest pros, it was like for the rest of the summer, we were talking in Australian accents, like easily. Like anytime I wanted to hit this for fool's sure. neck stick, I'm like, well, I can't. Let me get your vape sticky. Come on, pass it. Pass it over. Let me, uh, let me get Dude. the neck sticky, the vape sticky. Shout out watermelon <laughs> pancakes, <laughs> too. My, the uh, original Zeke. Terp Stallion. Yeah. Wait, who? Uh, no, Zane. Oh, Zane, Zane my bad, my he, uh, bad, Zane. Barrett and that's, Zane. Shout that's out my boy. and Zane. There was, he was hitting the Australian accent with me hard. He was hitting it hard. Yeah. Yeah, he told Fuck, me about him. bad for butchering his name just now. I love you, Zane. Dude, I just know that y'all were cool. hitting the walkies back and forth, right? Oh, yeah. Wait. I still have mine in the little memorabilia box. Yeah. For sure. That's where we got the idea for 10-4. This is cause like ten four. That was the summer we met. Yeah, yeah, that's the summer we met, and we, dude, I'll never forget the trip we took to Walmart to buy these walkie talkies for camp. As one of the funniest car rides I've ever had back with Malik, and then we got our boy, um, Cameron Polte in the front seat. He's just this white kid from Cali. (laughs) Um, and then Malik, our homie, we're we're thinking about code names right now, (laughs) and he's your air name. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck, and he looks at our homie Cameron. Um and he's black like, man, guy to yeah, the yeah. He's guy. like, he's like, man, uh, <laughs> you look like you play baseball. What we're gonna call you Jackie Robinson. <laughs> <laughs> and then he looks you, at you know who Jackie Robinson is and he calls you Neo. He's like, You're gonna be Neo. You look like is a I- neo Nazi. <laughs> and he had like a Bro, buzzed head. I had a bu- I buzzed my head before I went to camp. Oh my god. Before I went to fucking Gosh, camp. Jackie. Yeah, and he's literally like, he's like, Man, you look like a fucking neo Nazi. <laughs> Your code name's Neo. Jackie Robinson. Fucking Neo. I forget what he Texas called Zane. Ranger was you. There was Zane too, though. I don't know what he called Zane. Oh, what was fucking Boogie's but, nickname? You remember Boogie? Uh, it was like Officer Green or something. <laughs> like He had a G-ass name. Because uh, we honestly were getting it. Like our homie Malik, he had a walkie-talkie with these two other guys originally. So like we got the idea from them. And they had like some... It was Officer Green and someone else. They had like <laughs> dope names. So I was like, hell yeah, we should go get some walkie talkies and some cool names too. And then we drive like an hour and a half to Walmart and get them. You got, oh, it's oh so dude, and we're just like, chatting <laughs> with each other all week over this walkie talkie. And oh, then we yeah. would also use it like if any campers were uh, 
just acting a fool. We'd we'd pretend we were calling um, directors or like, hey, can I get a director to playground? <laughs> yeah. Get him to shut up real quick. Helmet. Yeah, this is just between you two, like not on the public line. It was, like, no, it was no. between yeah. probably like yeah, yeah. six or eight of us. Okay, okay. Exactly. So it was like yeah. the phone reception was so bad too. It was just hype because you could be on shift. Like somebody come to Egypt. I got to take a shit. Like someone's like, yeah. copy ten four over, and then that you know that's honestly where it came from. But yeah, because yeah. you got no fun. cell service just, out there in uh, in Amish land, and you can't ride, so you just have to sit there, and your phone doesn't have service, so you can't play on your phone, and you don't want to sweep the park, so you're just like you could talk to the homies now, like yep. all day, it's shooting the shit. It was so fun, man. It's so sick. It's like a really open, late, like laid back, open space to just. Shoot the shit. Yeah. You're in your comfort zone, not Dude. feeling like riding, not feeling like working. Like that summer was actually probably <clears throat> one of the dopest summers because after that is the first brother road trip. Like I had came home from east, gone on the road trip, and then stayed at West. Uh after that. That was super cool. A, yeah. That was like a really good summer. A lot of good times. Yeah, yeah. The beginning of Brother, the beginning of Ten Four. So good. Yeah, man. No, it's, that that it's cool. is literally the origin and why it's we cool. call it Ten Four the walkies. And I remember meeting you 2019 and then we'd FaceTime for like a whole year and just play Clash Royale. Like this game, play 2v2s so on our phones. Too? Yeah, I've been falling. He plays way so more than me. Okay. I've fallen well, out of it recently. Oh, yeah, man. But we would literally <clears throat> almost FaceTime every night, take a dab, play Clash Royale. And we were like, we got to <laughs> fucking start some shit. Like we have yeah. to. Have and to that led to-, to me moving out here. Yeah, So sick. Had to go to bed winners too. We had to we had to get one dub a day, oh, like yeah. one win in the game, or we were going to bed losers. <laughs> Wait, what we, is that? So mean? we had like we just all like that's why we called each other every day and played. It's because if we didn't get a win, then we were going to bed a loser that day. Yeah. <sighs> we would play until go to we win. caught a dub. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but we would, we would play. <laughs> and, yeah. okay. we would play and be catching dubs. Like don't get it twisted. We were fucking up these fools For in two v twos. But if we decided, we're like, all right, it's time for bed, but we can't play until we get a win. So we would have yeah. like five, six losses in a row. And we're like, we got to get this dub. And then we <laughs> get this dub and go to bed. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Feels good. Got to earn point. my sleep. Yeah. yeah literally. As you're losing 30 minutes of it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So oh, true. Fuck. Oh, Shit. I guess it's mm. getting pretty late. It is, man. What's the time? One fifteen. Two hours and forty minutes. Damn, what a pod. This is a real pod. This is the longest podcast we've done. Yeah. This is a real pod. I was the craziest thing is there's so much more. Like I feel like this is one where I, I would like to maybe think it out more. I told yeah. you, bro. Hey. I know you did, but I was and telling I, you, I was I'll like, prep questions for y'all too. Like we've talked, we've done so much stuff. Like good, good stories, dude. If yeah. you if you did, if you prep the questions, that would be player. But that, that's <laughs> just like put it on me. That's just like that's cast. just like that dad mentality. Like he's like, I'll prep it and give it to you. It's like, damn. Just so say that you did the, it all. Yeah. Aren't we the interviewee? No, that, that's the like, that's the thing. We're the interviewer. Sorry, not the interviewee. You can't put that on us. We gotta True. bring it to no. you. Now we can though. We'll all. All have questions. That's what I was saying, though. It's like a lot of that shit. I feel like I don't even know, like what to pry about or what would be, like I'm just so uneducated. Like, yeah, do your homework on the riders and the parts. It's like, what I really want to hear about next time is brother. Three minutes, thirty. 
Oh. So you got the, the street jam coming up. Just she was coming to your house and like just I don't know. Like prep some questions, watch their parts. Like you know, you see the yeah. tricks that were gnarly. Like no, okay. I, I I like for guests I have prepped before, but like for you, it's like I've seen all your parts. It's like, but for scootering, it's like I don't can't really Google like first scooterers or like OGs. You know, like it's hard. It's like you kind of do have to like find someone like you and ask them about um, just what it was and who was around so then you can like google just names and then like get their videos and totally agree. um because even like to go on the scooter resource or inside like i think those are both still around where you can go Damn. and look at shit but yeah fuck yeah it. i looked at it was dead for a while oh yeah uh, but yeah it's like you know you just gotta you know put this information out there for people so they can do their research which is kind of what i was trying to do and hopefully with the future ones because we'll have them uh you know we'll get better at it you we'll know get more information out there you have a good opportunity coming up too um you remember or josh toy he hit me up about him possibly moving to san antonio or Austin. oh really yeah so he'd be another just saying like oh, another man. like and that would be so cool he was full that'd of be crazy <clears throat> yeah no that'd be so cool man yeah see josh toy i really want to get one with you and theo like at some point I'd love that to run with you and Theo six hours I know I know we'd need a straight Theo would come prepared though he'd have his coolers <laughs> he'd have like a cooler and a Crap cowboy hat and like I know I'd have like y'all would have the batteries at y'all's house yeah. we'd pull up just keep changing them out <laughs> fucking run it up that'd I'd be love sick to watch that happen I'll sit on that'd that be sick uh, gladly not at all we'll get a four we'll get four chairs or something we'll True. Figure, we'll figure we need one out. more mic but we're looking into it oh feel that sure. feel that yeah, okay yeah. but uh, dude no that's a that's a trio I haven't been there for all y'all's experiences I would love to just watch you guys totally oh, go in on your childhood all that shit growing up riding together yeah when did you meet Theo or first ride with him real quick great question um so Theo Kotick, I met him in 20 10 and it kind of uh it kind of gets lost on me the memory that i first remember truly with theo is i went to mckinney and he's with there with either kyle miller or chris stan i'm blanking on which one but i met both those guys at the same time more or less or at least in my brain that's when they stuck for real and um and then from there it's like i always wanted to include all those guys like theo of course and you know kyle miller chris stan and all the other homies kobe bond all, all atlanta yeah. everyone the ogs but, uh, yeah at that time the OGs, tsc yeah tsc yep um, but yeah, so we, uh, <laughs> we rode that skate park and then there was this, the next time that happened was intentional. It was maybe 2011 or something like that, but this is good, man. I hit up, <laughs> I hit up Theo and I was like, dude, I was like, let's go ride. I'll come to you. Okay. And this is our second time ever meeting each other. And, um, I come up with my buddy, Alex, this guy named Alex from college. <laughs> we like, we had just, I had was like maybe a year into smoking and we hot box that car so much. And I remember, <laughs> this is, I had this memory, bro. I was so high that we were driving on down like the highway going to, you know, from uh, Baylor to AM. And I was like wafting the smoke in the car. I was like, this is like the smoke is so like wafty. <laughs> I was just so into the smoke and wafting it. No I can point. see you doing that so hard. Totally. Cause that's back when like you actually got high. Like when you know, you know, talking the first year or two, like, but, uh, oh, yeah. so sick. then I spent the that's weekend awesome. with you and it was a good time. I think Mike Dion came too. Like, yeah. I think Mike was very quick to become a friend. Yeah. Steve. Yes. You remember Steve that when yep. he was telling the okay. story? 
Uh, well, I, you know, this has just been told to me. I wasn't there, okay. but he never um, steved you. <laughs> no, I don't know. Even the first time I met Mike, it wasn't at Dave's. It was like later on, but, um, Josh and a lot of people have told me that when he moved from the East coast that he was telling everybody his name was Steve. And uh, I know that went on for a while. <laughs> and then eventually he's like, no, oh, my name's Mike. So Mike, just like real randomly. Oh, <laughs> it's been like, that's fucking you know, I just throw in Steve. Dude, Mike, like, Mike's always one of those guys that cannot, he's just himself all the time. Yeah, I love yeah. him, man. No, I'm Steve. Like, I'm, like, fucking with you. Didn't we see him at the street jam for, like, a second? Yeah, he came to house Like, work. I feel like I saw him for, like, a second. And, Mike, hopefully this pod is on Spotify, so you're listening. Love you, buddy. He might. Some of play some scoot. <laughs> well, he Dude, said he's, he's, he's like, guy. he's like, I'll start fucking listening when they're on Spotify. When they're getting on Spotify, he's asked me like two times. And I'm like, dude, I'm trying. But yeah, hopefully you listen. Yeah. He was my scoot guy at that time. Like we were both at the the same level. I feel like he was probably a little better, a little better. than me. But, but he was pushing like, you. He and was you were pushing me. Up, and yeah. I was, yeah, I was like, it was so fun. It's just, you know, someone who was doing a lot of manuals, who was really consistent. Did y'all feel like you jived at all? Like your person, I always feel like your personality is kind of goofed in the same way. We, we did goof in the same way, but I feel like we were both trying to just goof at each other. So it never really like worked a lot. Yeah. But, um, it was never bad. I just feel like we never got super close. Same thing with Andy. Like, I, I think me and Andy weren't close for a while. Now he's a stallion. Uh, he's just down you know it's my boy thank you he probably sends me more memes than anybody Koki loves him. his memes he's, man he's I'm on sure point I get... with sending me some memes shout out andy you sent me one today that was incredible <laughs> <laughs> very relevant yeah shout out andy man i wish you uh i've been trying to get him real hyped just on scootering on his clips Andy's always hyped he just shaves the live hype for like I don't know, he likes to do his trips. Oh, uh, he loves he loves that. He gets hyped in person. Know? He yo he gets hyped for the boys, dude. He like True. you saw that clip in my video where he's like coaching me. Like he's like that at all times, and um, I, I'm like that for him. I feel like or I try to be, but he just doesn't want to film sometimes. Like his own clips, he'd rather like film me. And I'm like, dude, I would like I hate filming, but I would actually da- like I'm down to film you. Cause I just know, like, I want to see your footage. Other people want to see your footage. I know he's been working on that part for a long time. I know, and I, and I know the footage is like stacking too. I'm sure y'all filmed them, like, aside from me seeing you know the clips. So yeah, we've, uh, we've got clips, day. Andy. I got clips, Andy, on my computer. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's gonna be a day. I can't wait. I think I might edit this part. I'm very he should just he edit it me. and like fucking put it out because he's not. He was hesitant. That was the thing. Is I, I asked him if he wanted to try and do a premiere for the ninth, and he said no. It's like I don't want to premiere what I have. So he really is trying to stack up and make it as good as he can. Sick. I like it. It's inspiring. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Can't wait for it to come out. He got a clip when we were riding too. Did you see uh, his his clip? No, I haven't been paying attention to much scootering since the street true. jam at all. Honestly, really? yeah. I haven't, I haven't gotten one clip since. Damn, since the street jam? Mm-hmm. Nice. Two more breaks. I'm the same yeah. level. Actually, I got yeah. one right after the street jam. That was it. <clears throat> and I was like already not even motivated to like film too much before the street jam. I just like kind of, I guess, wanted to do the premiere. So I like was pushing myself. I just got really burnt out. I was like, I don't want to do this. 
and uh yeah i just really it's haven't been i've been riding the parks doing that but yeah i haven't really cared to go out and film street really i'm in the i don't know what i'm gonna do sponsor wise so i'm not really like f- feeling motivated to like put out the video soon it's like when i get around to it cool mm-hmm. but we need to film it um, we do I know you, dog. Yeah. I know as soon as you actually get out there and get a clip, it's just been a while. So that's it's why the unmotivation. Let's shoot for the new year, man. Right it's out been a summer. while. I want to ride with Shrimp before he moves, but it's like even this weekend, it's like Saturday is when I would be able to go to San Antonio, and it's like I may go up there alone, but then Paxton can't go, and it's like I'd like him to film. So it's like then next weekend I could go. But hopefully like next Sunday because this Sunday I'm busy, but hopefully, you know, it all lines up next Sunday, but it's, yeah, it's just been hard lining up because it's like, I only have two days off a week and Paxton only really has one day off a week that lines up with my schedule. And it's like Sundays are supposed to be like me and my girl's leisure day where it's like, neither of us have work and we just hang out and just relax. So it's like, it's been a real, a real pull where it's like, yeah, do I want to like, not do that for a Sunday and just like go go out and like get grimy and ride. It's like yeah, I do, but I don't because it's like at the end we'll of the day, right it's, now, bro. it's only a little bit. It's a weak mindset. <sighs> Come I on, love dog, you. you got it's always weak. Hold that mindset to the new year, and then let's fucking get at it. Because I need to film. I need you to push me too. Yeah, dude. I just am. If y'all want me to be blunt, dude, I'm just so torn about wanting to be on Proto or not. It's like, dude, I don't, I don't know. It's like I, I don't want to film because I don't know if I should film my next clips on a Proto deck or if I should keep on my Urban Art. Or it's like, dude, I just don't know what I want to do with anything scooter related. So I haven't been doing anything, just riding a park. Just ride. Yeah, riding that's not thinking about it too much. That's yeah, how I'm you thinking are. about it. Fuck the company. Like, fuck doing it for anybody, in my opinion. Just get clips yeah. for yourself. But if like, I get never... these clips and I'm hyped on them and I can't release them in the edit for the company I'm go potentially getting. Else. They'll go I would hope. Yeah, I would dude. hope. They will go somewhere Of course they else. would. This is awesome, yes. Haley footage. You're like, you've yeah, gotten to the so. point where your footage is valuable to us, you know, and to everyone. No, a clip is a clip. Yeah, it but... doesn't matter if you're on a proto, if you're on a different deck, or if you you're trying to film for a particular project, just be stoked on the clip you get. Fuck. I always would be, yeah. I promise you'll get used. You got my word. I'm the one filming it. I'm going to put it in some shit. Like, just go out, film, get the clip. Honestly, bro, just come out. We'll have a good time. We won't won't have to get clips every time. Let's just drink a beer. No, for it's not even that I don't want to come out. Exactly. It's just just like, dude. I know. I'm enjoying this, this leisure. Dude, your season's fucking fire. You got your chick. Uh, my only thought is like, maybe just like switch it up every now and then. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Like, I, I'll plan in advance. I'll be like, dude, two weeks from now, if y'all want to ride Sunday or a Saturday, we can plan it out or something. But dude, yeah. for now, it's like, it's Christmas. I'm not even tripping. Maybe in the new year, I'll like, cause I want to start riding for me in the new year. I haven't ridden in two and a half months. I'm the exact same page as you. Uh, but I also know that I want to finish my part by the street jam coming up. So I'm like, I got to get on it. Dude, that's the thing is it's like, bro, I don't want to fucking, I don't want to, I would have to film a whole nother video. There's no way I'm premiering the same video at the 10th annual. I feel like no, that's we're lame. Not. We're dropping both of ours this soon. I say like two, three months and both of our parts will be out. 
That's what I, I, I feel that. Do. Yours are both pretty much ready, <clears throat> if not fully ready. <clears throat> They're definitely ready. I'm probably just like gonna drop it for rely and move on and film whatever I want. That's but cool. yeah, who knows, dude? I don't. I don't even want to put that pressure on myself for like. Because into the day, I don't really like. I think it's cool that we are having a video premiere, but um, yeah, who knows? Maybe I'll be more motivated to really get one in for the tenth annual, but. So I didn't even want to do it last year. I was I'll just hyped. I'm I know, playing. dude. It's just dude, like, I've, I've been, I've been trying so hard. You are allowed to. I just feel like I've been trying for like so hard for so long. It's like at this point, dude, I just want to ride for fun. I don't care for like people to just, like, just like watch, Ryan watch me ride or like have a video for that's like, bro, I know I'm having fun. Awesome. What do you so think I've been like, doing for the past all my life? It's just for fun, bro. Be Dude, good for yeah. you. And your shit's yeah. so good. And I'll always remember it. And I'd love to remember it as long as you want to ride. But with that being said, I totally get where you're at too right now. When life is good, you go with the flow, man. So enjoy your life. And if Sundays are relaxed, whatever, maybe we'll do Saturdays, maybe not. But I would love to, you man. Feel I, can, there, bro. Like, I can come out to San Antonio <clears throat> or something. You should, man. Our house is dope. It motivates me. Because like he can't film. And it's like, I don't know what camera you have or if it'll be the same format it won't be like the same quality that i can even use for it's great quality. our project so it's really the only thing that matters is like i don't know any of this shit so it's like hey, that was a 720 right the good thing is soon i'll have saturdays and sundays off nice. and then we'll start filming because saturdays yeah. are when you're free most of the time um, yeah but yeah i just i mean i've been going to san we'll i went see. to san antonio i'll be talking on this microphone regardless Either way, you'll be talking shit, and that's all that matters. That's what I'm here for. But I've gone to San Antonio like two weekends out of this whole month. So, like, I'm going out there. We'll definitely film with you. Agreed. Yeah, dude. Like, tag along. Let's get clips. It's always fun. Like, even, I don't know. All I think I've gone to SA now like four times. Four times in the past two months. Um, just to go ride with shrimp, um, film out there. Have, did you meet Zach or have you already met him? Yeah. Yeah. Zach, uh, cool. he came here. Um, that's where I met him first. He went out with me and Andy. Uh, I don't even think we got any clips, honestly, but, uh, we like filmed some Insta Johns and then I went out with, uh, Dima and him in San Antonio for a little bit and Andy and filmed, but dude, the scene's growing here and I have a lot more fun in San Antonio riding than in Austin. The spots are better in my opinion and it's refreshing. But every time it's just good. Spots it's like good. good homies. Fun hang. We'll go out, get clips, go to a bar at like six, get a hamburger and a beer. Me and Andy will drive home. With shrimp? It's good. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Nice. We're picking him up. Uh, we're picking up shrimp codeine. Uh, shout out from his base. Full naval setup. He's got the track pants on, the jacket, all his navy gear, and then he'll undress. The homie. Have his jeans on go into filming mode and then have to put it all back on before he goes back on base. <laughs> so he's really doing it. And he has a curfew too to get back on base. So it's pretty funny. Yeah. I don't think he's allowed to be scootering. His sergeant would hate that shit if he knew it was going good clips. <laughs> Respect. Yeah. Shout out Shrimp Cody. Yeah, I gotta love him for it. Love you. Yeah, for sure. Anything else you want to wrap up on or touch up on before we close this Jenny? <sighs> How many honest, how many parents have you called to reassure them that things would be okay? Definitely under a handful. Okay. Because so when definitely. you were telling that to 
when Josh was bringing that up, I was like, damn, he's definitely done that for me too. I wonder how many motherfuckers. Yeah. But okay, under a handful. Maybe like five. Okay. Okay. But oh yeah, it's all good, man. It's like, yeah, "Eh, we're fine. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, sweet. What about you, Pax? How many parents have I called? No, no. Yeah, any like not a lot. Closer thoughts or anything? None actually. Um, <laughs> closing not thoughts. Yet. Oh man, no. I think uh, I love what we talked about, and we're gonna have you back on here to go into it more. It's late, man. I'm happy with what we got out of this, and I'm glad you could pull up. Same. I really appreciate you inviting me, guys. It's been a good ass time. And Pax bought at least one case of these beers, and I appreciate that. And Austin and Josh, thank you so much for. Yeah, they get a little smoky, smoky, vapey, vape. Of course. Of course. (laughs) All right. Thanks for watching. I think this is episode 12. Episode 12. If you made it this far, you're a fucking champion. Hit a like. (laughs) Hit a like if you made it this far, honestly. This one went on, so. (laughs) 10-4. Comment if you like them this long, too. Fuck it. Yeah, fuck it. Let us know. We might just be talking to ourselves at this point. (laughs) I've True. been in an Instagram live before with nobody. It's all right. <laughs> I can talk to myself. It's all I right, promise. Yeah. True class X. It's for me to look at. Which uh, love? One day this is the one I'll come back to. <laughs> Good night. <laughs>